Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Is the official start of the social media show. If you don't know what that is, 
It is a group of people. It was a show that was started over a year ago, just after Breakfast of Champions, and we've been in collaboration together ever since. And with this group, what we've done is figured out ways to give you tools, tips, tactics, and strategies to build a life you love living, ways to increase your visibility, ways to learn marketing and development, increasing your reach and taking advantage of social media. Not just scrolling, not just thumbing through, not just comparing yourself to every pretty person you see on the net, but instead taking the actual principles to allow you to expand your business and create freedom, financial freedom, and freedom to live life on your terms. That sounds good to you? Then you have found yourself in the right place. And so what we want to do is with 189 shares, uh, while some of you are continuing to share that, I'm going to do it. As well, you if you haven't already, we have these worksheets. We work hard to come up with the content for these every single week for you. If you have ever filled out this form, it should already be in your email. So check it. If you don't see it, maybe check your spam box. But it's it normally comes right to mine. So you have that. It's all good. It's just fine. If you have never hit this link and filled it out, fill us out. You fill it out once and we email you every week this link. We email you this worksheet, the update. For what we're teaching on. So if you like to follow along, if you like to take notes, if you want to print them out and do whatever you want, you don't have to print it out. You can just follow along on the phone. We're going to be saying number one, number two. We're going to be giving you some principles, some tips, some strategies. And some people are visual. Some people like to write it down. Some people like to take notes. Some people like to step into all you were meant to be and created for. If that is you, then you want to make sure that you hit the link above. Make sure you tap in. And make sure you get this worksheet for today. I promise you don't want to miss what we're putting down today. So we're at 192 shares. I'm going to share. Let's go. It's about to go down. That's what I'm about to say. Because it really is. We got such a powerful message for you guys today. To go down. Boom. So pull up. Be cut. I'm doing this in real time. So if you're not doing it with me, what are you doing? You're going to let me do this alone. Friends, don't let friends share alone. So you guys should be sharing with me because sharing is caring and really because it's a principle, like it's a life principle. You want to be that type of person in general. Boom. To those of you who are hitting the link, thank you so much. And just get those notifications that you're making sure that you get those worksheets shared. Okay, where are we at? 196. I need four more before I pass this microphone to Ashley Fay and we get this party started, right? So I need four more of you to share. Four more, four more. I'm looking in the comments as well. Good morning. Pam, good morning, Kim. What up, everybody? Christabel, hello. Taylor, what up, Ben? Nikki, Luke, I'm just looking at people in the comments. You guys can say your name in the comments. Say your name, say your name, say your name. I'm looking for you. Drop a heart, drop a heart, something just to let us know you here, you alive, you active, you present. Annette, what up, friend? Good to see you. Let's go. It's go time. And we are excited to share with you the message that is upon our hearts today so that's what we want to do and good to see you my friend christina luke let's go it's good to see you miss kareen jill the room is fire tony mo yo i love it missy yo just shouting out all the incredible people thank you guys for doing that i'm gonna look back at the screen now we had 197 shares i need three more people and we can get this party started right three more Three more. I know, not all at once. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Let's go. There we go. There we go. Look at that. Look at that thing. Thank you guys so much. 
uh, to those of you who actually did that. Thank you, Regina. Come on in. Tell them. Let them know, Miss Annette. Thank you for sharing, Luke. Thank you for sharing, Robert. Kim, Naeem, thank you so much, Louise. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much, Kareem. Thank you all so much. Pam, thank you all for sharing. We appreciate you. Continue to invite your friends because I promise you, we will never waste your time. And I promise you, today's message is one that's powerful. So thank you guys for doing that. Stay tapped in. Stay tuned in. This show is just getting started. Me and Ashley Faye about to go, and we will pass to Nate, the man, the, man, the myth, the legend behind the social media show, when we wrap up as well. But Ashley Faye, the mic is yours. What up, Thank G? you, Marcus. What up, family? <laughs> we are super excited about this thing that we're about to teach you guys on today we made an awesome worksheet like marcus said it's pinned at the top go grab it we love doing that we love going just a little more beyond you know just doing a little bit more and i love the worksheets we always tell people like save them put them all in a binder we have put people putting them in binders which is really cool eventually i want to have an embrace your ambition binder that we can mail out to all of our amazing people that that love us and support us our family um, so with that being said, you guys, like I said, it's an awesome topic. We're going to talk about chasing your dream. And before I get into it, I want to just disclose this. Okay. We believe in writing your vision and making a plan and setting goals, but that's not the things we're going to talk about today. We're not going to go super strategy. We're going to go more faith and hope and, and that kind of basis, but it's really good. So I hope you guys enjoy it. So listen, have you guys ever had something on your heart that is just like burning in your heart so deeply? You cannot forget it. Like you have to go write it down. You have to think over, you have to pray over it. You feel like there's some kind of message. Have you guys been there before? Because that's what happened to me this weekend. I literally had this song in my brain the entire weekend. Like no matter what I was doing, even if I was riding on a race car with Kinsey Joe this weekend, <laughs> I could not stop singing this song like it was there and you know during Mother's Day like I just said we went race car driving it was pretty awesome but my my girls they got to celebrate me and it was really beautiful we did a, a lot of really great things and the song stayed in my head and as even though being a mom is by far the greatest blessing my greatest accomplishment that I have ever had. And I am so blessed and so grateful for the three angels that I get to parent and that I get to, you know, work with to become exactly what God made them. I feel incredibly blessed. However, Mother's Day for me is, is also bittersweet because I can't celebrate my mom. I can, just not with her. My mom is, is now my guardian angel. And I'm sure that there are people that are listening who are in the same situation and I'm sure yesterday was hard for you. And I just want you to know that I love you. And I also want you to know that if you were angry yesterday, me too, me too. I got angry a couple times yesterday, not in my family, just in my heart, just mad at the situation. Life's unfair. It's not right, but I want you to know it's okay. And I also want you to know, that Marcus lost his grandmother this weekend. And so he knows how this feels too. Like we're all there with you and we love you guys so much. And we want you to know that we are praying for you and that it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. But with that being said, that song stuck in my mind. And then I started thinking about my mom and I realized why the song was in my mind. The lyrics 
are, are, are so perfect and they just really make me start thinking. So let me, let me read the lyrics for you guys and then we'll get into it. But it's actually a fast song. <laughs> it's a fast country song. I really love country music, but it says, if you got a chance, take it, take it while you got a chance. If you got a dream, uh, me too, right? If you one. got a dream, chase it because a dream won't chase you back. If you're going to love somebody, hold them as long and as strong and as close as you can till you can't. And so that kept, that kept on my heart. And I, and, and so I sent it to Marcus and I know he loved it too, but it got me really thinking about my mom and about how early she left this world and how many things that I know she wanted to do that she didn't get to do. And it got me thinking about life and how much time that we tend to spend on things that don't really matter how much time that we tend to think about things like the consequences and, and we worry all the time about things that we can't control, things that we can't even control. And we stop ourselves from chasing the dream and taking the chance because we're scared and we're worried. We're worried. We don't have forever, you guys. We need to stop worrying about the things that we can't control. We need to stop focusing on the outcome of, of chasing the dream and taking the risk and, and, and worrying about what could go wrong. What if, what if, cause that's not our job. Our job is to be obedient. Our job is to chase the dream that God put on our heart. That's why it's there. Our job is to become who he made us to be. It's not always to win. Sometimes we're going to take the wrong road. Okay. But he's going to pull us back. So our job is to do those things, take the chance, chase the dream and love people. But so often we get in our head. So often we get scared. And so often we aren't obedient to those things. So Marcus, I sent you this song this weekend and I know you wrote me back and you're like, I got chills. So I know that it touched your heart too. So I'd love to know your thoughts on like that song how it inspired this whole talk that we're about to have today. Yeah, man. Um, even just thinking about it, you know, it's, uh, it's emotional, but this is what we ask. Like we're here for a good time. We're not here for a long time. And we are going to speak directly to your hearts today. If it's okay for us to speak to your hearts today, because listen, we can give you all the business principles and tactics and strategies and what to do all day long. But if your mind and your heart isn't right and not in a place to heal, if you because every single one of us is struggling, your struggle might look different than mine. Some of y'all are struggling financially and you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what you're going to do today. I know it. Some of you are struggling physically. You have a pain. You have an ailment and you don't know if you're going to make it on the other side. Some of you are struggling in a relationship. Some of you are struggling with family relationships and dynamics. Some of you are struggling in a business and you don't know if you should let go. Some of you are sitting in a corporate office right now, dying on the inside, feeling like your life is wasting away. I listen. I know it. I just know it. And so if you, if it's all right with y'all, if we can talk about it today and we can really be real and we can have a heart to heart, then I want to see you guys drop a heart in the comments. There's a hundred of us. So like, I'm going to judge that. I'm going to use that to gauge how far we can go and how real we can be, because that'll let me know. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Regina. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Khalil. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Mary Lynn, Kim, Deborah, Pam. Okay. All right, Rhonda. Thank you. 
so much. All right, cool. So we can really keep it real, Ashley Faye. That's what they said. So when you sent me that, I read it. And I know yesterday was hard for you, losing your rock, your mom. I know there's a lot of people who've lost matriarchs, grandmas, moms. And so Mother's Day leaves a little bit of a hole. My, my grandma, I was with her. And we sang to her, I held her hand, I prayed over her, and 30 minutes later, I left. And I had a 30-minute drive from the hospital, from the hospice care facility home. When I got home, she was gone. So in that time frame, that's how quickly that happened. And so when I read this, it's just a reminder. It's a reminder to us all how brief life is and how much time, as Ashley Fair already told you, we spend on frivolous things, worrying about all the other things other than what we should be, which is your life. This is your life. This is your time. This is your chance. This is your season. You don't get to think about, well, maybe next year will be my year. I got to get through this year. There is no next year. There is no later. All you have is right now. That's all that's promised to you. And this is not to scare you. We're not having that type of conversation. This is to light the fire that maybe you've been missing, to spark the flame that burns deep for you to create a legacy that outlives you and for you to do what's in your heart. That's what this is about, doing what's in your heart. I'll say this quote and I'll pass it to Ashley Faye because everybody knows time flies, time flies, time flies. You can blink and you guys can probably remember 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like, man, where did time go? My kids are grown, man, I'm... Like, I can remember being able to do this and going here and doing that. And, like, life happens so fast. Time flies. That's the bad news. The good news is <laughs> you're the pilot. So we're going to tell you the best ways to navigate your flight as the pilot of your aircraft today. Ashley Faye, back to you, friend. Sorry, I got a phone call at that exact moment. Can you guys hear me okay now? I'm like, good. We can hear you. Okay, <laughs> just making sure because it like, it was like hitting my microphone and a phone call came in. Um, so this song that had been on my weekend, on my weekend, on my heart all weekend long, I started praying over it. I'm like, okay, God, like I cannot get this out of my head. Something is in here. You know, you, you hear it and you can hear that there's a lesson in there. And so, I felt in my heart five things that kind of popped out that I want to share with you guys today. And they're the five things that we put in the workbook so you guys can take notes on on each of them. I feel like there are maybe five kind of not strategic keys, but the keys that some people maybe miss when they're chasing their dreams, you know, kind of five hopeful, faithful type keys. So number one, you guys, the first thing that jumped out with for me was choose courage. Sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of insane courage. That is a quote from the movie We Bought a Zoo, but it's so true. If you can act quickly, I have a saying in Ashley Faye Designs, we're like, think long-term, act fast. Because if you can act quickly enough to have courage to say yes before letting the self-doubt and that fear creep in, you're good. And I was telling Marcus, I was like, this makes me think of a lot of times that I've acted in courage because I'm not this crazy confident person, but I am courageous. I am in incredibly courageous because I have taught myself to be courageous over the years. I know that courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is stepping out in spite of. But it makes me think of 
of this one time in particular, Marcus mentioned it too. <laughs> we were invited to do a show down in Dallas. And of course, you know, at the beginning I was like, yeah, that's cool. This will be really neat. But then as it kind of led up to that show, I got in my head so much and I reverted back to young high school bullied Ashley. And I started realizing how I'm not cut out to be on a show. And I mean, pointing out every single flaw that I had and how I'm not, you know, as intelligent and I can't speak as well as the other people. I let all of these things creep into my head and I made all of these excuses as to why I should not be on that show. Like there are other people that should be on that show. And I told Marcus, I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I don't think I can get on a plane. This, is, this just isn't going to happen for me. And then I sat and I prayed on it and I thought, okay, Ashley, you have overcome so many things and you might still feel like the girl in high school that's been bullied, but there are other women looking at you that feel that way and they need you to step up. They need you to get up and go do this. And that morning I got up and I got on the plane. That is all it took was that moment, that courageous saying of, of okay, Brian, take me to the airport, <laughs> you know? Like I was at the airport, what was I gonna do at that point? Turn around? Like if you can just take 20 seconds of being courageous and stepping out of your comfort zone, 20 seconds it takes to step on a stage that you're terrified to be in, 20 seconds it took to, to step on the plane to go to the show, the 20 seconds it took when I got to the damn show to step on that stage, right? It takes that 20 seconds of insane courage to say yes, because once you say yes, like you're out there. Once you step on the stage, fail or win, like you're already on the stage. <laughs> so it's not always about winning and being successful and being this and being that. It's about having the courage and showing other people what courage is. It's not about confidence. Use Godfidence. That's what I do. It's about courage. And when you start doing that, you give so many other people the permission to be courageous too. I promise you, if you don't have enough courage for yourself, have enough courage for your babies, have enough courage for someone else, have enough courage for God, because courage is what it takes. Like Marcus, you remember that I was, I was terrified. <laughs> like the fact that I didn't have like a, a panic attack, I feel like is a win. But once I stepped on the stage and y'all, I did it. And I'm going to tell you something. I was awesome. Okay. I had someone come up to me and tell me I was his favorite. So <laughs> didn't expect that. But the point is, even if I hadn't dropped it, I would have been so freaking proud of myself because I did it. What do you think, Marcus? Like, I know you have courageous moments. I know courage is what you use too. So how do you feel about courage being our number one? Yeah, man. Like, I love what you said. And the biggest thing is, like, we spend so much time talking about fear and talking about being fearless not having any fear, man, get out of here. Fear is a fact of life. You're going to have it. Courage is just, it's not the absence of it. It's just showing up in spite of. So what we're saying to you is simply this, like Ashley Faye said, just do it before your fear has a chance to override and hold you back. Because some of y'all right now been needing to take one little step for 20 years and you just been sitting there not taking the step, dipping your toe in the water, but just never taking the step. Never getting in. What do they say when you get in the water? It's like cold. It's an immediate shock. Like, oh, my God, what just happened? But then I've always heard this, and I'm just going to say it because I can. But people always say, like, come on in, 
the water's just fine. But you would never know that if you didn't stop dipping your toe in and just jump in, man. Just jump in. I think about a time where I needed this in my own life. And I was, okay, for those of you who know me know, like, I believe Jesus was very clear that, like, he was this mountain life and all this stuff and being up, thrill-seeking, walking on the edge of buildings, none of that. I don't believe Jesus was in that because it's very clear in the Bible. He said, low. I am with you always. He ain't say nothing about high. You know what I'm saying? So I don't do that. I don't do that. But I was in this leader. I'm always in this leadership stuff. And I was in this leadership development program. And they took us to a high ropes course, a team trek in Arkansas. And it was ridiculous. And there was this one hike we had to do that I noticed gradually we were going up. It wasn't like a just walking up. We was like climbing put stepping into like different holes and getting up and this that and the other long story short we get to the top and they're like all right guys you made it we were looking out over a cliff that was about 150 to 200 feet fall you know what i'm saying and over a river and they were like i was like okay how are we gonna get down there and they said you're gonna jump and i was like they're gonna jump <laughs> i'm gonna go back the way i came and they're like hi the joke's on you you can't you cannot go back the same way in which you came and I'm like, then how am I going to get down? I guess I'm going to die here because I'm not going. I'm not jumping off of a cliff, sir. I'm not that guy. <laughs> like, you can find somebody else. And he was like, well, you have to because we're not going to be the ones to explain to your loved ones that we just left you in a forest on top of a cliff to, to deteriorate. <laughs> so then I had this moment, like Ashley Faye says. She said it takes 20 seconds. It's like a split decision. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I ain't going to lie. I was freaking out on the inside. But I actually told the people you know what i'm gonna go first because i didn't want to see nobody else do it hear them scream and then just mess with my head and me not do it me fall off so what i did i legitimately let him hook me up to the carabiner i'm like bro that looks like my keychain there's no way this thing is gonna hold me and he said oh it can hold up to two thousand pounds is that i'm like man that sounds good but anybody, some of y'all are laughing because y'all do this type of adventurous stuff and you know what a carabiner is. Others of you, so a carabiner is like this little hook clip. You've seen them on people's keychains before, except it's a stronger version, apparently. But I, it didn't feel strong to me because the thing was small. It could fit in my palm of my hand. But anyway, I, I hooked myself up and I closed my eyes. And before I could even think, I ran full speed and I jumped. And I had a 155 foot free fall before a rope caught me and we glid across the river. Three of y'all in this room was like, oh my God, that sounds so fun. That wasn't so fun. I'm gonna let, let y'all know. For me, it felt like death, but I was glad I did it. And I'm glad I get to share this story. Why? Because there, that cliff is symbolic of something in your life right now, a business, an idea, a dream, a step you need to take. And you, the only way to get to the other side, to experience the life that comes on the other side of this cliff, of this hurdle, of this obstacle, is to take the leap. And I went first. I didn't wait to see other people because if you wait and be like, well, my friend's going to start a business. Well, some people on Clubhouse going to start a business. Well, they're going to start their nonprofit. Well, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to start a family. They're going to propose. Like whatever the thing is in your mind that you're sitting on the fence about, take the leap. Take the leap. 
because I get, I live to tell you that story. And honestly, it was a pretty epic experience. I'm not going to lie. Like the hang glide, like the gliding across the river. Like, I'm not going to lie. I felt like I was like mission impossible or something, uh, but I would never have that experience if I never took the leap. So it's about courage. Back to you, Ashley Faye. <laughs> For some reason you were, you're talking about taking the leap and it totally took me back to Disney world. And when my kids made me ride space mountain, which I hated. So sometimes you take the leap and you don't enjoy it. However, <laughs> I was very proud of myself for having enough courage to get on there. I said a curse word, people laughed at me. It was a good time. But the courage to get on there is what it was about. And it's funny because I am a risk taker. We do rappelling and we do all that stuff here. But something about the Space Mountain being in the dark on the roller coaster wasn't a fan, you guys. Just didn't like it. But number two, love people. Love people help others i will tell you guys I've, i feel like i've accomplished some pretty great things in my life right but the best thing is always serving other people that's the high that gives me the excitement that gives me all the things that i'm looking for because there's there's a point where you're kind of in a gap between your promise and your provision we talk about it a lot y'all know that <laughs> while you're in the gap, while you're waiting for your provision, while you're waiting for your breakthrough, help others get theirs. When I first started Ashley Faye Designs, I got, I added people to the page. I got a lot of emails and a lot of direct messages from people saying, why would you do that? They're going to take your audience away. They're going to take your finances away. Now they are going to make money and you are not, right? They're going to take your customers. And I would just respond back. There's room for us all because it's true there's room for all of us i don't believe in competition i believe what i have is for me and what you have is for you and we can help each other reach the top and so the best thing i tell people is is to help other people i don't care if they're doing the same thing as you i don't care if they want the same thing as you it doesn't matter like you can help each other it is a lot easier when you have a tribe when you have built other people with the same like mindset and the same heart set as you that you guys can help each other get there and it is so rewarding i tell my girls every single easter every easter this conversation happens <laughs> and i talk to them about jesus and how on the last day what did he do he washed feet because i want my girls to grow up knowing that there's a servant leadership style that you don't have to be all sales all marketing all you know whatever you can just serve other people and it will work out for you because God wants it to and it's his will. But serving other people, like it literally makes me happier than anything else I've done. And I know you feel the same way, Marcus, because that's why we have Embrace Your Ambition. We're about to do a mission trip in October and I'm more excited about that than probably anything. I am really excited about Denver because we're going to serve people there too. But there is something about just serving people and loving people and helping other people along the way. I don't want to be lonely at the top. I want to take as many people with me. That's what Embrace Your Ambition is, right, Marcus? You know it, and you know this, man. So, peep this. Uh, at the end of the day, like, you're talking about loving people. Like, so many people feel like their battery is empty, and you don't know why. Like, man, I'm just tired, man. I don't know. I just kind of lost this zeal. I can't tell you how many people I've heard that I've coached and had conversations with that said, man, pre-COVID I was on fire and then COVID happened and I just kind of lost my footing and I, I can't find my way back. It's like I lost my way and I can't find my way back. 
And as people are trying to figure out, like, how do we find this fulfillment and live life again in lieu of everything that just happened? It's like we went through the matrix for two years and lost all of this time. So many people lost businesses. So many people lost people, family, loved ones. It's just a difficult season of life to navigate, right? Well, peep this. If you want to know how to recharge your battery the fastest, scripture says it this way, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And what we want for you today is refreshment. We want your soul and your spirit from the inside out to feel renewed and to feel good. But how then does that happen? I'll tell you because it, it all comes back to service. Anytime when I worked in corporate America, we would do these corporate drives and we would do Habitat for Humanity and go build a house and we would go spend time on the weekend. Our city gives back and clean up. And I'm not going to lie to you. When they would tell us we were going to do that, I'm thinking to myself, so you want me to meet you at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. So basically what you're telling me is you want- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Want me to wake up earlier on my only day to rest and sleep in than I do during the week to come and be around y'all who I already don't be around. Come on, some of y'all's chuckling because you know what I'm talking about. And but every time, those are some of the most incredible experiences I've ever had in my life. Likewise, when I went to Australia, I went on a mission trip and it wasn't like a week. It was like a month. It was five weeks long. And the whole point of that trip was from the time I opened my eyes to the time I went to bed, serving people, loving people, giving the people. And I've never felt more fulfilled in my life. Why is that? The son of man gave us the example. I didn't come here to be served. I came here to serve. I didn't come here for you to grovel at my feet like some king. I came here to give you the example of what leadership looks like. And that's taking care of each other and that's serving one another courageously and fully. So that's what we're challenging you to do. If you want to live your life fulfilled on fire with a zeal and a zest and recharge your battery, figure out who you can serve today. Back to you, Ashley Faye. I love that. I really think that the secret to life is, is serving, is loving other people. When, if you guys come to embrace your mission, you look around at the crowd. It is just such an amazing array of all different people from all different walks of life. And it's a beautiful thing to see because it's just people loving each other. And we show up there and we serve. And Marcus and I, of course, we're on stage and we're serving, but the people that are there are serving us too. I mean, it's just a really beautiful thing. So number three is let go. This one is hard for my control freaks, okay? If you're a control freak, <laughs> I feel you. I am there. I love to control everything all the way down to how the dishwasher is loaded in my house. <laughs> like you might be a control freak if your husband puts dishes in the dishwasher and you come back and rearrange them, right? But sometimes we have got to learn to let go of things. We have got to learn to let go of things that are not for us because God has so many blessings for you. He has so many things that he wants to give you, but your hands might be full of things that aren't for you. So you can't open them to receive them. Recently, I made an announcement on Ashley Faye Designs and it was really hard. I cried like a baby. Um, 
that I made an announcement that I was giving up the supply side of Ashley Faye Designs. So we sold glitter and tumbler blanks and these things for people to make products that I used to make. And so I, I made the announcement that I was, I was giving it up because I knew in my heart and hearts and I've known for the past year, no joke, for the past year, I have known that I'm supposed to give that side up. But I held on to it and I held on to it because I was afraid. And financially, I was afraid of what would happen. Finally, I gave it up. And right away, no joke, I, I gave it up and I was praying and he said, now it's time to open your hands. Here come the blessings. And then I got a message from a friend about sending Embrace Your Ambition to Egypt, Israel, <laughs> Panama, many different places, literally right after right after that I was able to open my hands and receive more blessings because I was no longer holding on things, holding on to something that was not meant for me. It was meant to just be a stepping stone. And the moment I let it go, the blessings were seen because God is in it to help you win. He is setting you up to win. Sometimes that means you need to take a step back Sometimes that means you need to lose something or let go of something so that you can gain something else. One thing I read this, Mark Batterson, he's my favorite author. He said, you don't want your plan to succeed if God has a better one for you. If God has a better one for you, stop trying to make your plan work. I tried to make supplies work because I thought in my head, I knew it wasn't what I was meant to do. Embrace your ambition was what I was meant to do. But in my head, I thought, but if I make this work, that's still financial freedom for my family. That's income for my family. And y'all, as much as I tried, I, I didn't enjoy it. My heart wasn't there. And I knew I was supposed to let it go. And the moment I let it go, I, I swear to you, the same day, within the same hour, I got a message about sending Embrace Your Ambition to Egypt, Israel, and Panama. <laughs> it was like freedom. It was like a sense of relief of saying, here you go. Like you're asking me to let this go. And finally I'm saying, yes, finally I'm saying yes. So now it's you, it's your plan, Lord. So I know Marcus had to watch me go through that, <laughs> you know, and, and the struggle of the back and forth, but I know you've also let go of things, Marcus, and you've left things that were hard to leave because it's scary to do. But once you did, the doors opened and the blessings came, right? Big facts. Listen, I know it's been difficult for you to navigate and that's just human. And we show you because we want you guys to get the complete picture. We don't want to just tell you to let go and not tell you that won't come with a cost because it does. There's always a cost. Nothing in life is free and everything that comes, there is always a cost associated. And so is maybe it'll cost you sleep. Maybe it'll cost you peace for a little bit. Maybe the question you got to ask yourself is, is the reward worth the cost? Rewind is the reward worth the cost. And so when I think about where you are and I think about where I was before I could do the things I'm doing now and have the freedom and the flex to jump up and jump on a bird or go or to not have to ask anybody, can I be off? Like when my dad called me crying Friday morning, about my grandma and he was with her and she was put on hospice the night before and no food, no water. They're just trying to make her comfortable. And he saw her and she told him that she was all right. And he just f broke down on the phone with me. He's freaking out. And he's like, I just hope she makes it to all the family can get in. Meanwhile, I haven't been, I'm, and I live the furthest away. So I just decided to get up 
and go get my kids, grab my wife, and we got in the car and drove. But I that was I was able to do that because of the freedom and the flex to not have to talk to nobody and ask nobody, could I do that? Could I be there for a loved one in that moment? Well, how did that happen? Well, when I was in a position where I was working and I worked the job, a few years ago, I walked away from that. Well, what I walked away from, honestly, was stability. I walked away from the security of insurance that was provided for my family. Some of you might feel like that's crazy. I'm not I'm not telling you to do that and telling you that's what's right for you. I'm telling you I knew that was what was right for me because I counted the cost and I knew that there was going to be a difficult season on the other side of that decision, but I also knew that the reward would be worth the cost. The reward was absolutely worth the cost. It took time to get to where we were. And I also had to think about the people who said, you leaving us? When I left that job, you gonna leave us? I was the leader. Had over a thousand people under me. You gonna leave us? Who are we gonna work with? What are we gonna do? What about this? You care for us. You you just not gonna be there anymore? Like, why would you leave us? This is perfect. They couldn't understand. And that was the that was heartbreaking when you love people. But it came down to knowing, yes, it would cost me there in some of those relationships. Some of them have never been the same because they felt abandoned, even though I knew that God called me to make the choice I made. They couldn't know that because it wasn't a conference call. Everybody won't love the choice you make. They don't have to because it wasn't a conference call. But I want you guys to know that on the other side of that decision is life now. The life I live now, it doesn't even make sense. My mom made a joke this weekend and I was like, so what are you doing this week? What's the plan? Because I got to go back as we get ready to bury my, lay my grandma to rest. And she was like, I got to work. Some of us have to work. She said, <laughs> she said, uh, everybody don't get to work when they want to like you. And it was joking. My brothers joked and the family were laughing about it. And I'm like, yeah, that was cool. And there may be some truth to that, but that didn't just happen overnight. That happened over the last three years and there were sacrifices that had to be made and there were tough times that we had to go through and where the kids got sick and we didn't have insurance and we didn't know what we were going to do and we figured it out we navigated we worked it out and we're still alive and we're still here was everything ideal nope my pay got cut again because i started working for a nonprofit. was that ideal nope we had some tight moments where we ain't know if we was gonna have a place to lay our head was that ideal no but when the doors open and the floodgates started to pour out, the scriptures say, I'll give you so much, you won't even be able to receive it all. And I swear to you, when they started raining on my life, the bountiful blessings of God, I felt like I was literally being poured upon and I'm trying to catch the blessings in a coffee mug. It's just overflowing. How did that happen? Because I decided the reward was worth the cost. And that's what we're saying to you. Like, in order for you to get what's for you, something you got to let go. Because if you're worried about protecting what you have, you're living with a closed fist. And yes, you will protect what you have. Nothing will escape. <laughs> but you also are blocking the blessings because nothing can get in if you are blocking that which is trying to free flow through you. My prayer for money is not that I hoard as much as I can. It's that it flows freely to me and through me. That once it comes to me, I take it as a resource and I use it to give back and serve and help and bless as many other people as I can. I can't do that if I'm worried just about protecting what I have more so than giving. So anyway, all that to say, yeah, what are you willing to let go?
I'm, we're not telling you, listen, if you do make a choice, and you know, you know, some of y'all is on the fence, some of you know, when you know, all you got to do is ask yourself, is the reward worth the cost? And once you ask that question, you're going to know it's going to cost you, but it's a cost you're willing to incur because you know what it leads to in your future. And Ashley Faye is in this season right now. She knows what it's going to cost her to let go of supplies, but she also knows what her reward is. And God reminded her of that by getting the text that we about to go global, baby. So back to you, my G. I mean, you mentioned finances, which just absolutely made me think of tithing. So I have to throw this in, you know, tithing that first 10% that has always, not always, but there have been moments that's been really difficult for our family because of finances. But what I do know is that God can do more with 90% for you than you could ever do with 100%. And that is part of letting go of things, letting go of supplies. So that's going to, it is, it's gonna, it's going to hurt our family financially, but maybe only for a moment. And I know that God can do more with the other things we are bringing in than he could do with all of it, because it wasn't for me. It's not for me, I've known it. It's just taking the step and having the courage to let it go. That's the hard part. And I'll tell you this too, that. I love the saying, count the cost, pay the price, and then do it again, because it happens over and over. It will always be hard when you finally let go of something that is not for you, because that terrifies the enemy, because now you are free to bring on the things that are for you. You are free to accept blessings. You are free to step into your kingdom potential and who you're made to be. And so he's going to send his special forces out on you, and things are going to get hard, but just know that you're on the right track, that you're doing what you're meant to do. And if you're living in your purpose, there's no stopping you, period. So number four, take the chance. Take it while you've got the chance. Because listen, success, success involves risks that most people aren't willing to take. And it involves sacrifice that many people are just not willing to to make. God is setting you up for divine appointments and opportunities that are all around you, but many people are afraid to take the chance. Many people allow self-doubt and fear and and all these things to to creep into their head and they don't take the chance when it's right there. I always think of of Blockbuster being able to buy Netflix when they had the chance and they didn't take it. And look at where we are now, right? And and there was this um, article I read. I feel like it was in Forbes. It's been a really, really long time. But it was at the beginning of Ashley Faye Designs, whenever I was first kind of really going all in. And it said that women have to be almost 100% certain of something, of the outcome, before they take a leap, before they take a chance. And men only have to be 60% certain. And that is why men tend to be more successful in business. Because they take risk. And I thought, well, I'm going to think like a man. And from that point on, I, I'm i not kidding you. <laughs> every, every opportunity that came across my table, I thought, could this be good for my vision? Could this be good long-term? And if it was a yes, it was a yes. Like, that was it. There was no overthinking. There was no having to be 100% sure of the outcome. Because like I told you earlier, we waste so much time worrying about the outcome when the outcome's not our job. That's God's job. Our job is to be obedient. Our job is to be prepared to say yes to to the opportunities and the divine appointments that he's going to lay in front of you. 
Because let me tell you this, you might make the wrong decision sometimes. You absolutely will. It won't be sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it won't be a maybe, sorry. It will be a yes. At some point, you'll probably make a wrong decision or a wrong term. But there is no wrong decision because God will redeem you. He uses all things together for good. And that has always helped me make decisions because I know if I make the right one, if I go where God wants me to do, I am blessed. If I make a wrong one and I go off track of where God's trying to get me to get, I will be redeemed. He wants to get you to where you need to be. There is no wrong decision. Indecision though, that could be wrong. If you do indecision, you're gonna miss out. Indecision's still a decision. One that you can't afford to make, you've gotta take the chance. You've gotta take the risk and you gotta understand that risks are what works. You know, I'm not telling you to take, you know, your entire financial savings and go, you know, spin it on something. <laughs> Count the cost, pay the price, just like we mentioned a little bit ago. But taking the appropriate risks, taking the chances, recognizing opportunities. People miss opportunities because they're not looking for them. There's opportunities all around you. God's giving them to you. You just need to be able to say yes to them. How do you feel about taking chances, Marcus? Okay, yeah, I was like, yo, 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 I pushed it and my phone started loading. Anywho, listen, Mr. Nipsey Hussle, may his soul rest in peace, said, you know, if you want a slice, you got to roll the dice. Bottom line, take the chance. What happens if it doesn't work out? Number one, don't spend all your marbles there. What happens if it does? You should think through both of those. What happens if it doesn't? What happens if it does? That was my choice. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a story about Mr. Kevin Fredericks. Many of you know who Kevin Fredericks is. Kevin Fredericks is also known, affectionately known as uh, Kev on stage. He's a Christian comedian. The guy's hilarious. But he used to be uh, higher up at Boeing Company. And he had a nice, handsome salary at Boeing Company. He and his wife. And they were living up in Washington. And he was doing the thing. And, but he wanted to tell jokes. He wanted to do comedy. He wanted to do a cleaner type comedy to give family something to listen to. Like he wanted, he was trying to figure out how he could do something he loved so dearly. And it got so heavy on his heart that he had a conversation with his wife. And he said, look, I know maybe this is a stupid, but I just need you to trust me. I want to leave our jobs and I want to move to Los Angeles. We got enough saved that we can last a little while. Like, not a long while, a little while, but at least enough to try, at least enough to take the lead. Let's go to Los Angeles and let us stay here and let me try to get out here and start performing in some little nightclubs and see what happens. Let's just see what happens next. And the biggest question he got is, boy, are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? Here's what he said. He said, absolutely not. He said, when I thought through that situation, that move and that choice that my family was making, could we have fallen flat on our face? Yep. Could we have failed miserably? Yep. Could we have had to go crawl back to somebody's company and beg for a job? Yep. He said, but I could live with that. I could live with going and falling on my face. I could live with it not working. I could live with knowing I gave it a shot. What I could not live with is getting to my end of my days and wondering what if, what if, what would have happened 
had we gone to LA and I had started performing at some nightclubs, what would have happened had we made that choice? Now he doesn't have to wonder what if, because now he's one of the biggest comedians and he had his own tour. Literally, he did a comedy tour in the summer, Keep Your Distance tour during COVID. And they still were entertaining people and bringing joy to people and podcasts. And he got his own network and his own merch line and creating opportunities for his family and other comedians. The point is, it worked. And he is doing quite handsomely. And now he doesn't have to wonder what if. Even if it hadn't worked, though, he was prepared for that to be okay. It was a chance he was willing to take. What we're saying is your life is worth the chance. Because guess what? Had I taken this leap, and failed miserably and nobody wanted me to speak. Nobody wanted to hire me to come speak to their company. Nobody wanted to hire me to speak at their event. Nobody wanted to hire me to encourage their team. Nobody wanted me to speak at their graduation or their school. Like if, if none of that happened, I would have had peace in my soul knowing, man, I, I went for it and maybe the, it wasn't for me, but at least I would have known. But I took the step. And what we're saying to you is take the step. Take the step. Take the chance. Why? <laughs> it wasn't time for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because you can. You can take the step. And because you owe it to yourself to not get old before you leave this earth and be sitting there laid with regrets, wondering what would your life have looked like had you taken the chance. Back to you, Ashley Faye. Take the chance is one of my favorites, but this next one kind of encompasses everything. This is our last one. It is chase the dream chase the dream because the dream won't chase you back that's what the song says it's not going to just come to you it's not going to be just handed to you you've got to go after it that means taking risks that means taking chances that means loving people and letting go of the things that aren't for you and choosing courage above all else it's all of those things in one in this house we call it getting our feet wet when we have an idea we have a dream on our heart we say get your feet wet we tell each other that all the time I mean, step out of the boat, get out of the boat, take the risk. And so it's funny because Brian right now is kind of going through this, trying to figure out his real dream and I'm trying to help him process it. But what I know is this, whatever it is that's on your heart, I know you have a dream on your heart. I know you do. And it was given to you by our creator. And if you are praying for it and it, it's in his will, you better get ready. It's coming. It might take years, it might take decades, but it's coming. You keep praying for it, you keep pushing because God wants you to get there. If it's his, if it's his will, if you're living for his glory, he wants you to get there more than you want you to get there. That's what he's in the profession of doing is helping us get there, setting up the divine appointments, setting up those chances for you. He's doing it all to help you get there. There's a promise in Ephesians 3.20 that says God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or can imagine. There are blessings waiting for you that you can't even comprehend yet. But you have to start chasing the dream, the dream in your heart. It's for you. It's from him. It's for him. It's yours to chase. You got to get your feet wet. You got to step out of the boat. I always think about how there could have been more miracles the night that Peter stepped out of the boat on the water. But so many were afraid. So many didn't chase the dream. So many didn't take the chance, right? And so that is the lesson today, you guys, is to chase the dream. You've got to take the chances. 
You've got to see the divine appointments and the opportunities that God is laying before you. You've got to let go of things that aren't for you so that he can bring you the things that are. You got to love people. You got to serve people. Have a servant leadership style. Do things for others. Help them get to where you know that God wants them to be. And then choose courage. Every time you're afraid, choose courage. Because this is what I know. At the end of my days, I told you when my mom passed away, I know she had regrets. I know that she wanted to travel and she didn't get to. And I know that she had things she wanted to do. I don't want any regrets. None. I want to do it all. I want to lay it all here out on this earth. This might not be my home, but I definitely want to experience every single bit of it and lay it all out here while I can. Because at the end, you're going to regret the courage you didn't choose. The times that you got too scared to go for something. You're going to regret the chances that you didn't take because you talked yourself out of it or you let self-doubt creep in. And you're going to regret more than anything the dreams that you didn't chase. Because win or lose, if you chase those dreams, you're changing someone's life. Someone's watching you do it. And maybe, maybe you don't get there. Maybe you don't get your full dream. But maybe your baby does. Maybe someone else does. Maybe you've left a legacy for people. You've got to chase the dreams. I know whenever I go to heaven, the one thing I want to do when I stand in front of my maker, I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Because you know what this all is? Every single one of these is about being obedient to what you are called to do. You are called to do something. You have a purpose. You have a dream and you are called to it. You are chosen. So we have a responsibility to go for it. We have a responsibility to take the leap, to get out of the boat, all the things, all the things. That's what we're here to do. And I know you do that, Marcus. I know we have big, crazy, scary dreams and we freak each other out sometimes, but I want to chase every single one of them with you, dude. Good thing you do, because you don't got a choice. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel the same way. And listen, guys, we'll land the plane here. Woo, snap. This is the, this is the fifth and final step. And I feel it. And, you know, I get a little emotion, but... But here's what I want to talk to you about. How many times have you heard this? How many times do, does someone have to say it? How many times did you hear Tony Robbins and Miles Monroe and all of these guys quoting like the greatest tragedy in the world is for you to take your dream into the grave with you? That is a tragedy. And you are robbing the world of God's glory through your story, through your gift. You know nobody on this planet is as uniquely gifted and handcrafted with the story you have as you. You are one of one and you hear that and you hear it and sometimes it sounds fluffy, but really think about that. Let that infiltrate your heart as you think through that which you are supposed to do. What are you supposed to do? Do you know? Do you have clarity on what you're supposed to do? What do you want to do? Do you know? Do you have clarity? This is why Ashley Faye and I have created a community where we take people and we bring clarity to what they want to do, what they're supposed to do, aim them, help them create their life purpose plan, and then hold their feet to the fire while they go make it a reality. Teach them how to make it a reality. But your first step isn't that. It's not spending a big investment and getting in a class. Your first step is surrounding yourself with like-minded, like-hearted people. 
who will pour into you, who will encourage your leap and who will fly with you so that you don't have to do it alone. And so right now I'm asking you, like I am, because this is important to me. Like when I think through what we have created in Denver, many of you guys are in the comments. This is blessing you. This is blessing your spirit. This is blessing your soul. We are meeting in person in Denver, Colorado. That alone, that alone makes me almost want to cry in my soul to be able to say, we are meeting in person in Denver, Colorado. Which means if you come, I can actually hug your neck. I can actually shake your hand and I can look into your soul and ask, how is your heart? But also these very same principles that we are giving and more deeper, more impactful with some of the greatest minds and thought leaders this side of heaven coming all for one purpose. And that is to educate you, to equip you and to deploy you out to make your dream a reality. Everything we've said today, this all just hit me and it's all bursting. We didn't plan this. Like we didn't know how today was going to go, especially with the heels of the holiday and both of us having a hole in our heart for those we love. And some of you know that feeling. But but somebody, some of y'all, it ain't even one somebody, multiple y'all need to be in the room. This is not an optional thing for you. This was like when I needed to leave my job and then I needed a coach and I hired a coach for $1,000 a month. And I ain't have, when I tell you I took a pay cut, a drastic one. I already didn't have a thousand extra dollars. Where was I going to find a thousand dollars? I don't know, but I found it. I can't even tell you how I found it. <laughs> I can just tell you when you prioritize that, which is important to you, you make it happen. And what we're saying is, are you a priority to you? Is your dream a priority to you? I just held my grandma's hand and kissed her forehead as I talked to her about her literally leaving. I talked to her about leaving and transitioning from this earth, praying for her, knowing that she gets to go sleep in peace now. But my story is not done and my dream is not finished. And I got work to do and you got work to do. But when we all cross that path and that's our face, that sits on the center of an obituary and people come to celebrate the life that we live, what will you have accomplished? Will you allow fear to continue to control you for that long? Or will you finally say enough is enough and you fight and you take the step and you invest in yourself and you come to Denver with the confidence and expectation. If you pull the trigger, and you click the link above and you get yourself a ticket, you come with the expectation that God is going to do something remarkable and revolutionary in your mind and your heart. You don't just come like, oh, I get to come meet them. It's not about meeting us. It's about meeting him. Of course, I love to meet you and I'm, I will hug your neck and we'll have a fun together. But it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. This is about meeting the version of you that you're really supposed to become because Les Brown, my other mentor and spiritual father says real hell is getting to the end of your days and meeting the person you had the potential to become the person you were supposed to be, but you stopped 
and you allow fear to keep you from becoming that person. So I'm saying today, like today, if you click the link, right, there's a discount code. You can type in my name. You can put Marcus. You enter the code before you add a ticket to your cart. Listen, guys, there's I'm now. This is about you. I please. I hope you hear my heart. We don't want nothing from you. I want something for you. But I know what happens on the other side of your obedience. I know what happens when you leap off that cliff like I talked about. I know what happens when you let go of those reservations and the things holding you back like Ashley Faye told you. I know what happens when you step into it and you take a chance. And when you follow the dream and you say, you know what, I'm just going to pull the trigger. You don't need a VIP. If you want it, it's there. You don't need that, though. You need to get in the room. Don't worry about spending money you don't have. You can break this up into payments. It's on the site. It says Sezzle. Go through that process. It will break it up for you. PayPal will break it up for you if you pay with PayPal. There is no excuse to not invest in yourself. And we're saying who? I, I know somebody is rocking right now. You feel it. You know you need to pull the trigger. So if it helps you get over the hump, what I'll tell you is, and Nate, I'm about to pass it to you. But just for you making the choice and you investing in yourself, not only will you get your ticket to embrace your ambition live, we will also give you the full recording of our Dallas conference. That's a $300 value with where we had Devin Steele, where we had Amberly Lago, Trent Shelton, Tamara Andrus, Nate Forrest, Ashley Faye, myself, like a long list of other incredible rock stars. You get the whole recording, everything they taught from marketing and mastery $300 value. You get unleashing hope. That's a $100 value. It's a challenge we did. You can get that. All the recordings from it. You get the dream accelerator challenge. All the recordings from that. These are four and five day challenges that you don't have to pay for. Another $100 value. Speaker training. I did a developing the speaker within training. Comes with a workbook as well as me speaking to you teaching you how to build authority and influence in the marketplace to get paid to speak $500 value. And lastly, you get a group coaching call with me and Ashley Faye, another $500 value where we're going to get on the call and we're going to game plan your specific needs and pour into you directly where you can talk back to us on zoom and see our faces. All of that. We talking $1,500 just for you making an investment into yourself. Come see us in Denver, man. Why are we doing this? Because we know this will change your life. I know investing in myself changed my life. Ashley Faye knows going to events and pouring into herself changed her life. And we want you to accomplish all your craziest God dreams because you can. I can't wait to meet y'all in Denver. Nate, we are signing off. Ashley Faye, what do you want to say? And you can pass it to Nate. I mean, this could be someone's 20 seconds of insane courage saying yes, because I know someone out there is saying they don't want to come because they are afraid of what other people will think, or they have a lot of self-doubt. They have a lot of shame. I know that because that was me. I put off going to events for a long time because I was terrified to meet people. I was terrified to step out of my comfort zone, but dang it, take the step, take 20 seconds of insane courage, buy the ticket. And then your butt's coming. Like, <laughs> that's it. You don't get to get out of it. And I'm telling you that I step on every stage. 
worried and, and nervous and with anxiety, but, ha- but courage can win. Okay. The shame at this conference is left at the door. You're going to walk in and see people from all over the place and you're going to find people just like you. And I was always afraid for myself of like, gosh, I'm just like a leggings and t-shirt kind of girl. And I'm supposed to go to this business conference. They're going to think I'm not a boss or whatever, whatever. Yo, I'm going to show up there in some leggings and t-shirts. I wear jeans on stage. So if that's you, maybe that's the reason you haven't pulled the trigger. I'm telling you, this is a place for every single person. So have the 20 seconds of insane courage, click the link, come see us in Denver. We are going to pour into you and love on you and send you off with motivation, inspiration, action steps, and a whole lot of faith because Jesus is always up in there. So thanks, y'all. We had a great day today. Bye. Boom. What up, fam? Embrace your ambition, family. Everybody give it up. If you're on stage, flash your mic. Say, appreciate it, Ashley. Thank you, Marcus. We love you, EYA. We love you, Marcus. We love you, Ashley. Say something cool. We love you, Marcus and Ashley. Thank you. Love you guys. That is the EYA family. I'm going to be passing the mic over here in about 15 seconds to Tom Challen. He's got some thoughts to share with you. He is fresh off his vacation to Mexico, but I just want to thank you guys for jumping in here. Uh, Marcus, I held the fort down for you this morning at 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 a.m., because we know you needed to get some rest after that uh, that travel, those travels, the journey. And uh, so I'm going to have to go back and listen to the first half of y'all's segment here in the social media show. But if you just joined us the last couple of minutes, Marcus Black and Ashley Faye get us started off every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific with some mindset, some motivation, some inspiration. And they gave you a reason to step out of your comfort zone. What I caught in the last half hour is, uh, man, you got to get your feet wet. You got to dive in. You got to take the step forward. You got to step into your greatness, step into your courage. And it starts by showing up, pulling up and uh, getting around the people that have a little bit or a lot of bit of what you want. And that uh, not only does that include hanging out here with us in Breakfast with Champions and the social media show, but inc- includes going to live events and hanging out with us at events like Embrace Your Ambition in, in uh, June, June 16th through 18th. So I encourage you, we'll leave that link up for a little bit longer. I encourage you guys to grab a ticket, reach out if you have any questions. Marcus and Ashley, I love you guys. Thank you for always pouring into us and uh, coming in here and, and serving us for free every Monday and uh, pouring into us what God has put on your heart. Um, you know, uh, I could go on and on and on. I'm going to do, like I said, I, I'm going to pass the mic to Tom. I've got some thoughts I'm going to share after Tom pours into us. I don't know if he's going to hang out with us for 10 minutes, two hours or four hours. Tom Challen, I can't wait to hear about your trip to Mexico and what's on your heart today. Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning. Good morning, uh, Nate. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Ashley. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about many of you have gone to events. Flash your mics if you've gone to events, by the way, if you've gone to training events where you've uh, for personal growth or leadership or your niche market. Yes. It's so interesting. The older, that's right. I agree. The The older I get, and like there was a season for literally many years where my wife and I would go to a seminar literally every single month. It was a paid, it was a thousand dollars every single month. And we used to go, but I'll also bring as many of our team members and people that we love, our family, our, our tribe to those events. And we did this literally for 20 plus years. We'd go to events, to events, to events. And I got to tell you, the older that I get, the the longer that I've been in business, the more that I don't want to go to events anymore, right? The more that I don't want to go to events anymore, like in my flesh. But I will tell you this, the older that I get and the more that I feel like I'm starting to master certain things in life where I think I am, the more that I realize I need to press into events 10 times more 
than I ever have in my entire life. So I don't necessarily want to in my flesh go to all these events that my wife and I are going to, but we know that we get to and we know that the more that we press into certain events like like Embrace Your Ambition or other many other events that we're we're going to from I mean even Tony Robbins for you know and again there's certain things I never liked about Tony to be honest, right from a spiritual perspective. But I'm like, what does he know? And how does he do what he does? And how can I learn? And what's the competitive ed- edge to someone that's done something at his level to move so many people? How does he do it? So we're taking our whole team and we're doing that in July. And then we're looking at other big like events. And some of the events that I'm going to recently are the kind of events that are not like Embrace Your Ambition, meaning Embrace Your Ambition is a extreme, I don't want to say it's a warm-up. Because it's 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 not a warm up event, but it's not going to be fifteen hours straight on a Zoom or in front of like hearing one or two speakers the whole time, right? Like some of the events that I'm going to that I'm like that are meant to break you down, right? They're meant to not be fun. They're meant to rock your comfort zone at its core. So, and I don't. My point of what I'm trying to say is is that whether you've been to to a million events or not. If you want to grow your whatever that is, your social media, your purpose, whatever you want to grow in life, I am more convinced than ever that what I'm about to say is one of the most important things you'll ever hear. Because as a coach and as someone who's built teams of hundreds of thousands of people, I see the number one death of most of us is being comfortable, but absolutely never agreeing or understanding how deep it really is. And the thing I want, I'm going to be talking about today is your end in mind for social media. Like, like I love hearing the beginning stages of what to do and how to do it, which you hear on these stages so much. And, we, and I talk about this. So many people talk about what to do on social media. But I think the key for social media and business is the same and pretty much everything. But the key is where do you want to end up at? Like, what is the, like, what is the completion of the last phase? You're coming into home base where you're coming into the biggest goal that you can achieve when it comes to your social media of what that could look like. I'm talking a 10 person team following you around. That could be yours. It may not be, by the way, doesn't have to be. Could it be a reality show? That's like your end in mind. Could you be on like your own Netflix series is your, the Holy grail of you've built your brand so big that you're being featured in Netflix or Disney or Discovery or whatever you know media platform that you potentially might end up on, Wh- whatever that may be for you. What is your big, big end in mind? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't start to taste that a little bit, if you don't see that a little bit, then you're probably just going to wing social media with your phase one, meaning you might get some traction because you're doing the basics of your your first phase of social media. But if I'm telling you phase 10, which is like, again, thinking ridiculously big and ridiculously leveraging, meaning my phase 10 is where I'm on every platform and and I'll I'll be going through what my phase 10 is in detail, but it's so big, um, it's going to take hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even a million dollars budget per year, possibly per month to be able to pull it off kind of a thing where, because, because the Holy grail for me is how do I do social media without me having to post on social media anymore? How do I, how do I get content out where I'm literally, literally just living life fully vulnerable, powerful, loving, 
transparent, like just fully doing exactly what I want to do in life, which to me, it's like living like recess time back when I was a kid. If you haven't heard me, it's where we're fully getting back to fun. It's where we're fully doing what we really want to do for the rest of our life on this earth from a purpose perspective, but a fun perspective, but an adventure perspective with collecting so many amazing memories with family and friends kind of a thing where I don't want to think about, oh, hang on. Like, I don't know if you haven't noticed, but if you hang out with all of the people on stage, like if you hang out with us on stage and not saying all of you, I'm not going to pinpoint all of you, but I would bet it's most of you. You're sitting around at, at a world-class dinner and then all of a sudden you'll catch all of us or most of us, or I'll say most of us, you know, like, okay, I got to get that my social post done. All right, hang on. Let me just get my Instagram real quick. Well, as my wife would say last night on date night, looking super hot next to the, next to the, sitting in the spa with her, like drinking wine, beautiful view. I, my, my heart pounds like a little boy with my dating, my wife still. And all she's like, hang on, just one more second. Hang on, let me just get this post. Hang on, just a second. And I know that second is 10 more minutes. I know it. If my wife is listening and I'm in trouble, right? I know it, but I want to be fully living life. And maybe I won't have a camera around when it's date night, but like in other things, I want to, I want to document on the fly, but I don't want to sit there and have to post and think about my title and think about my music and think about editing it or thinking about sharing it or thinking about reposting it or sharing it over to my Instagram story from my Instagram reel. Like even that right now, as I'm thinking all these steps, I just want it to happen. So what is, what is the end in mind? Uh, but before I go into that again, I'm going to come back to you need to register for Embrace Your Ambition. If you again, and I'm not going to go into the detail because they w- went through so much, which is awesome. That events are where you get out of the comfort zone, and sometimes when you don't want to go, is when you need to go. When you can't afford it, is when you need to find a way to go, anyways. And we're going to be talking about phase ten, but definitely I'm going to end with phase one in a way that I don't think I've ever shared it because. Most of you will never see phase two, let alone phase 10, which again, assuming phase 10 is the last phase of your reaching the pinnacle of what you want your social media to do in this world from a purpose perspective, a follower perspective, the kind of content you want to give perspective. But I'm telling you, most of you, you're not even close because phase one is still in your head. It's still overthinking. You're still overanalyzing and it's very hard to just be consistent. It's very hard to just be consistent. I use that word just on purpose because to me, just is one of the weakest words that I don't want to use anymore as much because you're justifying just, just, and we're, we're going to be talking about that. But I want to talk about what we're going to talk about first off as fa- the reason why it's so important for social media in phase 10 is because you want to learn to embrace and document every moment of your life. And this taught me on Facebook, how many of you, how many of you have cried? How many of you have laughed? How many of you have just reminisced about 10 years ago when those stories come around on Facebook? Can someone open their mic and just say, yes, 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 amen, 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 or flash your mics if you're still listening in. If you've had a memory. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, come around. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um. I'm sorry. It's Christina. What? It's Christina. I'm sorry. I had to. I was holding on to this during Marcus and Ashley's segment. Is it okay if I share something from EYA? Yes, yeah, sure, absolutely. Go for it. So 
you know, I attended the last event in Dallas and um, the event was entirely, the whole weekend was amazing. When I tell you that from start to finish, Marcus and Ashley knows how to put on an event. So if there's anybody that's on the fence about attending this event, just jump in, as Ashley would say, jump in and get your feet wet. You will not Absolutely. be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. I'm serious. There were so many breakthroughs at that event. When I tell you that people's lives were changed, their lives were changed. And so I would say get to the event, connect with people that you see on this app every single day, uh, network with people, look, find out what they're doing that's making this, helping them to move forward. That's We go to these events to be inspired. We go to be inspired. We go to, you know, get motivated again, get re-energized to keep moving forward when we want to give up. You know, there may be some people that want to give up, like Marcus talk about all the time. But if you attend this event, you could get that fire back. And I guarantee you that you will get that fire back. So if you're on the fence about attending, don't, look, don't doubt it. Just get your ticket and get there. You won't be disappointed. And I believe there's going to be breakout rooms, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. There, there's breakout rooms. I'm telling you, from Friday all the way to the end of that event is complete fire. It's absolutely amazing. You won't be disappointed. So get your tickets. Boom. So good. Yes. Get your ticket, for sure. There's gonna be, I was just looking at the speaker lineup. I'm like, holy cow. Um, Natasha. How do you say your name, by the way? Someone help me, Natasha, Natasha Graniano. I mean, like, she's on some of the biggest stages in the world right now. That girl is, like, I don't want to say she's in the beginning stage of her career because she is, like, one of the biggest social media. Like, when I heard her speak on, on Clubhouse specifically about social media and what she's doing in the world at such a young age, I mean, it's just powerful that you're getting someone like that to even speak on the stage, let alone everybody else. So, you guys, you guys... Like, yeah, definitely make sure that you register. Get out of the comfort zone. If you don't want to go, this is when you have to go. If you can't afford it, like I said, you got to figure out a way to make it happen. All right, let's let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Let's talk about let's talk about phase 10. And here's the cool thing about social media right now. You know, for years, if you read all the branding books, they're gonna talk to you about you gotta be in your micro niche. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that is that advice today is still gold. Of course. If you want to be in your micro niche, like there are people right now that are in their micro niche of mountain bike social media. Like all they do is mountain bike around their city, around their country, and they talk about mountain bike components and they talk about like they open up their mountain bike garage and what kind of, I mean, it's to some of you, it's like boring as hell, but to people like me, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. like I get re like, oh my, cause it's like my jam. Like if it was jujitsu, like I watch dumb jujitsu videos all day long or not all day, but right. So everybody's got their, like their thing. And if that, if you have a niche, obviously then stay in that niche. But some of you, we're in a world right now where you can be more lifestyle. That's your niche, your lifestyle. My niche is going to be, my niche is always around priority living where you're not just living, you're learning to priority live. Cause to me, that's what I feel God's called us to do in the area of faith first, family second, health next, and then and then wealth. And so for me, we're more about multiple different things, multiple lifestyle type of things that we wanna do. And we've, we've narrowed that down to our community that we're building around 
getting back to fun. So we'll be doing podcasting and interviewing people around how do you get back to fun? How do you, you know, and all the different series. And, and the way that we're doing that is we, we like to have multiple series. We see our brand, and this is something that you can consider instead of, again, just being a micro niche on wealth creation or a micro niche on specifically coaching on how to scale residual income, like what we've become an expert at over the, over the, over the years. To us, even though we're good at it, where it's kind of boring, and I don't want to teach every day, all day on that one topic. It's been fun to transition and talk about social media here on Clubhouse uh, with Nate and everybody here, here in this room. So our brand is going to be getting back to fun. What's your brand going to be? Is it going to be micro-focused, where you really are dialing in like so many people talk about, which is so smart, and you're really in that micro-niche going after that ideal client, that ideal audience, that ideal, you know, all that good stuff? Or again, do you want to be more broad and more lifestyle, more fun-based, more entertainment-based, or something else? But the way that you do that, the way that we're doing it is in what's called series, just like Netflix. You can either be think of yourself as the Netflix brand, or you could be the Breaking Bad brand. Okay, or let me ask you a question. What is the best series in Netflix? Who wants to tell me? what you think <laughs> the those are clear number one. Oh, you like the dark shit okay what else who else bridgerton was for a while bridgerton okay I, everybody says that one who else come on i'm curious what y'all say about, about what's the best series in netflix based on like are you talking about currently the number one or uh, like all time what's your all-time favorite or current either way Okay, let me think about that. All right, or any of them. Like, what's one of them? It doesn't have to be like the Holy Grail. Better Just name Call one. Saul's right up there too. What is it, buddy? Better Call Saul's right up there. So good. Oh my gosh, you, that's so interesting. What else? I'm so curious. The Ozark. I really like Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That was interesting. Very cool. I can't believe what happens at the end of Ozark. That. So I'm gonna say it right now. Are you serious? Well, we're 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 in the last season right now. They have a new one just came oh up. Oh my gosh! Right at the now, end, man. when they go in that room and. The... Oh, Nate, oh, shut man. up! Nate. Them off stage. I was Lock trying to. Mute. I knew I could get Ninja to can jump we, can... in here. I'm gonna, can we? Uh, can I'm we pull drop Nate, Nate to the audience, Tom? May I have your permission to drop him? Make him. Oh like my gosh! Guy? What the hell? <laughs> um, I, I literally my, was my, thinking about. My yeah, Instagram is down. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm in Instagram jail. I'm dealing with the IG issue right now. My attorneys are on their ass, so I don't know what's going to happen. I might have to rebrand, but it's all okay. I had a week of break. <laughs> well, oh, credit, uh, Leanne. Do you, I mean, you know that we, Kim and I went through that for like a month, and, and there was only one way I got it back. What did I you know do, what Tom? it is. It's Joey. Hey. I know. You know Joey. Yeah, of course I know Joey. Call Joey. No, no, no. It's not. Call it's not. It's not. It's not that issue, Tom. It's a bigger issue. It's a trademark issue. I've been fighting with the other individual for that company for four years, and what they are is a predatory lending company that took my name and trademarked it right before I did, but I had first use. So it's it's a battle between first use or or filing the trademark, and so my trademark attorney's been fighting them for four and a half years. So finally, wow. they've been just, you know how they report you to Instagram? So their team reported like million, a whole bunch of them. 
And so Instagram was forced to take it down. So I might have to rebrand, but it really doesn't matter because people already know what I do. So it doesn't really matter. So I just have yeah. to think about a different strategy. It might be a, a fresh time to just pivot in a different direction. I might go into the TikTok arena because they're more flexible. I, I have no idea, but the cool part is like, I don't really need another customer forever, so I don't care. <laughs> um, that's my thought on Instagram and social media is it gives you a time to morph and adjust and adapt. And, and Tom talks about that when he was in Instagram jail for the la like the month ago. I think that's when it happened, right, Tom? Yeah, last month. Did we lose you? Yeah, last month. Are you no, there, I'm not here. I was, I was listening to you. Um, but I was in California last week, Tom, and I was at uh, Kevin Hart had a, a comedy show. And it was great how he morphed into um, his show because, you know, a, a lot of comedians and entertainer have been out since COVID. And now this is a live show. It's nice to see him back. And he kind of switched it up. He, got, he, let, he came out of the stage with a bat in his hand. Because with all the stuff that's going on right now, that's hilarious. Yeah, oh Sally. You oh, shoot, I forgot to call you, Sally. I was so busy. I apologize. You know, I was in LA. It was Mother's Day weekend, so I spent the okay. weekend with my girls. But next time you come in. But wait, he came out with a bat? Oh, oh my, my God. God. He came out with a bat. You know how Kevin is. He's bouncing up and down. Hey, guys, yeah. uh, I'm ready for you. Just come at me. Get the frick. Come oh, in. Come on. And he was dancing great. around. The, he had the whole... Everybody was laughing. He goes, I I'm not scared, man. I'm not scared. I'm all prepared for your ass. Come on, oh come get me. <laughs> that is so great. Wow. So, um, so the thing is that, you know, that's something that just happened, like, within this past week that someone got attacked. Uh, Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage. So he switched his, um, you know, his his act to, to make it relevant. So ask yourself this question. Are you able to spin in and and maybe tweaking up your brand so it makes it interesting and it makes it relevant so people can relate? And it was crazy how there were three comedians that were uh, the opening act before his act. It was the prelude, whatever. And they were born as F U C K, whatever. I mean, I can't say it on this it's in this room, but they were not. They were born because it was just robotic when they got up there. And when it's robotic, people get bored. They go out there and get snacks and get drinks and get drunk like I did. And <laughs> when I and they prepped me up for Kevin, but it's the way that Kevin is, his body language, the way that he brings people into his world, the way that he can relate with people with stories, stuff that happened to them. He did something on the plane, you know, he talked about being on the plane and the scenario that took place and everyone related because they had to get back on the plane. So it was just funny how you have to be yourself. Yeah, at the end of the day, I can't be Mario. Trust me, I can't be Mario. I can't be Nate. I can't be Sally. I can't be all these people. I can only be myself. And if whatever platform you are, just be yourself. Don't morph into something that you're not. And people will e eventually recognize you. I mean, there are times when I'm, I was on a Southwest flight and someone goes, oh my God, are you Credit Ninja? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you fixed my credit for six years. I couldn't buy a house. And I was able to buy a house. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And she made an, because our flight was delayed a little bit. She made an announcement in the whole plane saying, hey, guys, if your credit needs help, we got the credit ninja in the first aisle here. You come by and see her or, or follow her. And so I just did a, um, you know, like a, a airdrop. So I airdrop drop my information to everyone. on. That's another technique, guys, when you're on the plane. 
And if you want to like promote yourself, just airdrop a picture with your information <laughs> and whoever's there is going to grab it. And it's just cool. You know, and if you want to change your name to Elon Musk, um, chances are they will probably accept that picture. So little tip for everyone. Have fun playing in social media world. I'm done. <laughs> you're never done. And we're so blessed that you're never done because you're amazing. And we love you. And thank you for popping in and blessing all of us. Credit Ninja Leanne. I can't wait to see your new brand. So awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, okay. So here's the question for all of you. And I want to, I want to open the mic here real quick. And I want, I want to hear from you. Um, if you were, again, you could either be the Netflix series, you could be your own breaking bad. You could build your own, like being an Ozarks is a micro niche. Like the people that created Ozarks, they're, they're focused on that one show. But again, if you're Netflix, you can pivot in life and you can over time, and maybe you start with one focus right now. Let's say it's fitness. Let's say it's credit. Let's say it's like Nate building funnels and helping small entrepreneurs start their own funnel and their brand. Like he helped with Tara and so many others, right? Your niche could be something like whatever that may be. But again, the cool thing about social media is you can expand that brand and, and you could even start, especially if you have wild ADD, you could have multiple series over time and build, you know, build a multiple channel. And again, mine's all around. I am a micro niche. Mine is getting back to fun. And what getting back to fun means is how do I scale a monster business? Because for my fun, it's going to be for me for fun is when I have, I'm looking at my beautiful daughter right now within literally, oh my gosh, I'm already getting emotional. Holy cow, I get up. Okay. I'm not looking like my daughter. Two weeks, she's getting married. And it's crazy that and I have grandkids like one day. It's really bizarre. But I'll tell you what, if my grandkids decide to move to North Carolina and it's their first softball game or baseball game or football or whatever or whatever game, whatever they're doing, that I don't want to, I want to jump on a jet. I want to go from, if I live in California, wherever I'm at in the world, I want to be in a position where because we've scaled wealth while having fun, uh, but part of for us having fun is not having to go through commercial airline. We want to jump on a plane and whether we're chartering, depending on where we're at, or if we have our own with, because we're sharing it with Credit Ninja, because she's a baller, or or people on stage that we're partnering together with, uh, Sally lives somewhat local to us, that we have that ability for us. And again, that's what's fun for me. It may not be fun for you, but that's what's fun. So we're creating a multi-series, and I'll just give you a, I'll give you a one or two as an example. And then I want you to think about if you could do anything in the world around, like if you can live your day today what would be something that you would not only like to do on social media and just post like the perfect part of your day of whatever that may be, but what would you really like to do today? I mean, would you really want to sit there in your podcast studio all day and do interviews? Maybe that's your jam. I don't want to do that. Maybe your jam is to, you know, do sales all day in your job, or maybe you can learn how to get sales done with, you know, some other way that you can learn to, to leverage and have more fun and do some, something else like mountain biking across the country or doing something, traveling the world and visiting every, I'll just give you a few as, as an example, a uh, hundred of the hottest dates before leaving earth. My wife and I are writing a book on the hundred hottest dates. So we're going to be vlogging about it. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to be doing social media around it. Why? Because I want to go on a hundred hot dates with my wife as an excuse, but also we're going to be documenting the journey along that process as well. We want to build a billion dollars of real estate minimum in the next 10 years. And we are not real estate people. So you want to learn and see how to go from zero to a billion dollars in real estate. 
come check out our Instagram and start following our journey. And you'll start to see that unfold and how we're going to start buying bigger properties, multifamily apart, apartments, stuff like that. Another series that we're doing is how to, what are the most luxurious, amazing Airbnbs or vacation homes or places around the world that very few people know about? Like what are the coolest luxury places to stay in the world? Why? Because that's what we want to do. We want to stay in really cool, exotic, fun, unique places around the world. And then of course, we're going to document the process along the way um, because you can you can, if you can, if you, that's, and then again, that may be your phase 10 for some of you. We're also building a sustainable farm project, like our dream farm, where it's going to be just, you know, f- our own food. Like we walk out and we have our own food. We have our own restaurant. If any of you have ever, and every single one of you need to go eat, you need to go to Cabo, Mexico. You need to go rent a, rent a Jeep or a four by four or hire a driver. And you need to go on a scary, bumpy road in the dirt where it looks like you might get kidnapped by cartel, literally a little bit of fearful going to this place, but then you'll end up at a place and you want to write this down called Flora Farms. Flora Farms is probably one of my favorite restaurant experiences of all time. They go in their backyard in Mexico and pretty much every single thing that you eat on your food, on your plate comes from the farm. The drinks like our fresh fruits and just vegetables, like all coming together oh, for these. sounds amazing. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. go. Tom, I'll, I'll document it. Leanne and I will go uh, we, and I'll do, document it. Do you do carry on? We'll, we'll sit in one bag and we'll, Sally will sit <laughs> exactly. in one Louis bag and I'll be on your roll away. And we'll just, I'll I'm just, in. I'm in. Contortionist, <laughs> contortionist, contortionist. But Tom, uh, to that point about travel, I just sent you a link on a travel course that I partnered up with Owen, and it shows you all the little tips on how you can book as many points, you I mean, use as many, as little points to book as many flights as possible and hotels and stuff. So I just sent it to you. It's mostly airline, but it's really cool stuff so that you can hit more places so that you, you can show us more of your uh, your hacks, okay, when you're there. Well, thank you very much. Where did you send it to me? Uh, Instagram your or? phone. It's to your phone. I'm, I'm taking people off this app. So if anybody wants that travel course, um, DM me on uh, my new Instagram. So you got to follow me on my temporary Instagram, but I'll send you the link. So tap my face gently. Do not give me a black eye. Go all the way to the bottom. Follow me on my temporary Instagram until I get my other one back. But I'd love you to sh- come there. I'll send you the link on that course. It is worth a lot of money. So Boom. Awesome. I see it on my text, by the way. Thank you so much. So fun, 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 fun. So you know why we want to build the sustainable farm project where we're building, we're looking for a huge piece of property. In fact, right now where we have like trail system all throughout, cause we're going to do adventure races on the farm. We'll have a restaurant on the farm, all of our kids and our family and our, our top members. We're going to do big masterminds there, all that kind of fun thing. Do you know why, why we're doing the farm? Because we can. And, and, but the cool thing is, is like literally imagine building that farm. We're in a world and some people don't even realize this yet. It's, it's, I don't know why it's taken me so hard because I'm the older you are. Sometimes the hard, social media, like when you really understand something that I can build my brand and my influence, maybe a hundred X bigger by doing big dreams that I genuinely want to do. Think about this. This is going to, this might be a mic drop for some of you that you can literally dream like a little kid again. 
And you can literally go for making those dreams happen because that's the world we live in, whether you understand it or you like it or you don't. Meaning that if I actually can get paid to build that farm, not out of my hard earned business income only, but as you get momentum in phase one of social media, phase two, three, four, five, six, your farm might be phase seven or whatever your thing might be for phase seven. Like it's the wellness retreat for you in Mexico or the wellness retreat down the street from you or whatever that may be. Like the thing that we're also building is the super human experiment, right? Because I've learned, like my wife and I take peptides, we take hormones and I'm, I'm 50 years old, but I would challenge people. always say, oh, you're the old man on TikTok. I'm like, okay, we'll chat. What kind of sport you want to challenge me? And I'm like, well, jujitsu, running, sprinting, biking, hiking. I mean, what, like pickleball soon. Like, I feel like a kid because we do things that you can do to keep your hormones like you're in your twenties. And you may not agree with that, but that's just my thing. That's my jam because I want to feel like I'm 20 still, even though I'm 50 and have, anyways, we'll go deep on that. So we're going to, but, but, but so we get, we can get, you can get paid to learn the optimal way to have the highest physical possibility possible. Like is stem cells really the jam? Well, we're, we're having people figure out, we're going to be documenting what stem cells and what area is the best stem cells in the world. So things like that. Why, why am I creating all these series for the rest of my life? Because we can, right? And so can you, and it's crazy what you can do while people would want to follow you. And, and I'm going to say this too, and I say this a lot. This is what I want to say. This like the th thing that might be the mic drop for some people is you guys understand that the podcast space is really powerful, but sitting around and interviewing people is where the herd is going. And unless you're Grant Cardone, you know, the Nelk boys, Logan, Paul, right? To break free from scratch, you can do it. And I'm not going to discourage anybody if you can't do it, if, if, you, if that's what you want to do. But what's different about it? Like, what's going to be unique and what's going to be different? Doing it on a farm, doing it something creative, doing it weird and wild and different is going to be something that differentiates you from all the other herd that's doing it the same way, trying to get the same result. Hey, so, Tom, you just sparked something in me, this credit ninja. I have a friend. Oh, my God. This is going to be a match in heaven while you're building your farm and you're finding the location. I have a practice a farm for you near San Diego where my friends, Tylene and Sean, are the ones that developed my Ninja Flow, my enzyme product. And they are like duplicates of you guys. Like they look hot couple, hot couple. They built a uh, retreat in, out like inwards of San Diego. But I'm going to fly out. We're, I'm going to take you there and you can take a look at it. And then maybe there's some magic that can happen because they're all into health and fitness and lifestyle and getting back to the earth. Because for those, I want to ask a question. When was the last time that you took your shoes off and, and really danced around in grass? I did it in Sedona, Sedona, and it was one of the vortexes of the world. And it totally it put so much peace and clarity. You're not bothered by, you know, devices or anything. When was the last time you did that and actually put your feet down, take your shoes off and play in the dirt, like, and play in the grass. It is such a magical experience that we are so out of touch with the real nature things that are out there. Tom, isn't that true? So true. <laughs> be on the grass barefooted. I, I'd love to be in the grass. Yeah, never mind. I, I, I go to somewhere else with that one, but yes, yes. <laughs> Having fun like kids. Cause I don't know about y'all. We know like, what Tom wants to be doing in the grass. I know. I was just sorry. I went there. I went there in my head. Sorry. Cause I just walked by my wife and I'm like, anyways, yes, credit ninja. And by the way, you sound amazing. You sound amazing. You sound like you're free and having fun right now. I could feel it. You could feel the energy. 
I want to ask all, all of you a question. Credit Ninja sparked some amazing stuff right now. The question for you that, I, that I've been waiting to ask you this as we're wrapping this up here, what series would you like to build? And and maybe not go into all the depth of the whole story. Like I would love to do mountain biking, boot, you know, real quick. Like what would that be? Or I'd love to do crocheting. It could be, you know, sex in a hundred cool places with your spouse. I don't know. It could I mean, literally you could do anything. What would it be for you? And you could do one or two, maybe one or two or three, if you got it, who wants to share first? I want to share. I want to interrupt. Um, for me, it's about eating and enjoying life. And, and, and the, you know, people are connected during eating. Think about it everywhere you go, whether it's a funeral or a wedding or a get together, the first thing is, Hey, where do we eat? Right. And the bond that takes place when you're eating, I want to do a series on that and incorporate my Ninja Flow, which is my enzyme product, because it's a bit, if I were to, if my house was burning and I had to take one thing out of that house, it would have been the enzyme product because I can't live without it. So ask yourself one question. What is one thing that you can't live without? Okay. It is, it is a non-negotiable and then center your story around that. That's my, that's my answer, Tom that that would be so cool like you can literally go to the best restaurants in the world and then you can interweave because more people would probably be interested to hear about cool restaurant experiences than maybe ninja flow because you can only talk about one nutritional product sold so much so long but you could integrate interweave it with other things there, there's this guy well, and in- it's not it's not even high-end pro- uh, places tom think about the simple like comfort food the stuff that people don't think about but it's come think this is funny. I'm going to tell you something crazy. All my friends are top chefs in the world, five-star chefs. Do you know what like, they like to eat when they're not in the five-star restaurant? They like to eat like comfort food, like stuff like pho or stuff that's like just rice and something simple with soy sauce. It's that stuff that they really connect with because that stuff, that's a, that's a tasty stuff that they were born into, like their family. That's what they feel comfortable with. And that makes, what, what makes you happy? What is that experience that makes you happy? It doesn't have to be fancy because sometimes fancy is fluffy. That's my thought. So good. I want to be a, a, re, a repeated guest in the series Food Flow with Credit Ninja or uh, dinner, dinner Nights with Credit Ninja, something like that. But Food Flow. You like Man, you know me. I, I, I'm kind of like Ninja. I like to travel. I like to have fun with friends. I like to play poker. But I guess if I just kind of pinned, pinned it down to a series of uh, – I really like how you you pointed out just having fun and uh, travel would be a big part of that. So new experiences, new experiences with Nate, a series coming, you know, whether that's here in Vegas, hanging out with Credit Ninja, uh, you know, attending a live event with Marcus and Ashley, you know, just new experiences and the things that I learned uh, just traveling and experiencing. And of course, food would be a big part of that in each uh, location. So good. Who's else? I want to hear some other voices Uh, real quick your first name and what what today that would if what would be your series like if you could do anything um what would it be is everyone asleep do we all need to get espresso shots tom <laughs> what the is everyone usually i'm swatting on these stages so i probably speak in more than I've ever spoke. I think sometimes people send me messages. Say, Are you a robot? Because you're on these stages and you never talk. But, but Tom, you know I do. I'm, it I'm is such. <laughs> it's such an interesting thing. This is so funny. It it's like 
it is so it's such a funny thing we do it too i do it they're like doing other things or they're riding their bike or they're driving and they want to hit the button but they don't want to get in an accident right now i know who you are it's okay that's the cool thing about and this tom app. i shut i shut hand raising off i opened it back up so if you're in the audience oh good like idea you, you you'd like to come up here and share a series idea ask tom challen a question this is your chance to have a conversation ask a question share a super quick tip with a seven-figure earner him and his wife kim have built built multiple businesses into the seven figures and they're uh, you know in the in the process right now building a billion dollar empire i'm sitting here watching them do it this is your chance guys don't be shy jump up here ask ninja a question ask tom Chalin a question tell us what your series idea is take the chance take the leap get your feet <laughs> yeah, wet come on up on stage hi guys hi if a Hi, yes, good evening. Oh, good afternoon. It's evening here in the UK. I just jumped in and I wanted to hear what you said. What did you say? Tell me your series idea. Well, here's the, here's what I mean. Like you own your own. Let's say you own your own. If you can do something every day that would be really fun to do that you don't have to fit, you don't have to like just post here on social media that here and there, but you're really like mountain biking around the world or eating in the best restaurants around the world will be part of your documentary series or having your oh, 100 oh, oh, best I've got it I've got it I've got it Okay good Right this is perfect timing for me because um in lockdown I created a series called Lockdown with the Thomases so when we found out that we were going into lockdown I was like right let's um people are going to want to be motivated everyone's at home so we uh, 2 years ago I created Lockdown with the Thomases where Every day we went live. Every week there was an episode. We did seven episodes. From, um, we did six, sorry, because on week seven, we we just stopped because of everything that was happening with George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. We just um, took, a, took a beat. Um, but actually, to Monday, I just got the show reel. We're actually creating um, and working with some different people to start doing uh, our own reality TV show, Lockdown with the Thomases, as a black British family spreading positivity. Um, and we, our main focus is around um, autism, empowerment, and that kind of thing. So if, if I had, um, I know, an agent who was going to invest millions into that, I, I would do that every day because it is what I do on my stories. It's just we're going to do it in a more organized way. And I asked myself the question, if I was going to do a series or show up, what do I care the most about? And it's all around building confidence and um, inspiring people and um, the reason why I decided to go for the leap is in lockdown, when I was showing up regularly, I was in this, a Costco, like a big warehouse, getting some water and stuff. And this lady with a face mask just said, you, iffy, you saved my life during lockdown. You, you kept me alive. And that's when I kind of had the moment back then in 2021-ish that me just showing up and just like prancing about and sharing my life is actually can be quite entertaining. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I'm doing. Um, and it, it takes time. We've been doing it like two years. But um, we've literally, I just sent the showreel um, just now to um, one of the agents. And yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And I, I can't wait. I think it will be really fun. The children have bought into the idea. So um, it will just be um, life with the Thomases and getting a sneak peek at our lives and what we do. And we'll make it really... Um, accessible and real and fun and we'll show the good the bad the difficult and um hope that it inspires people so yeah thanks great <laughs> time to pop in really i'm done speaking big time so good thank you i freaking love that i can't wait to see that series iffy uh, anybody else want to share 
So powerful. You know, it's, it, it, and some of you are like, you're, you've not flexed this muscle. Uh, some of you are stuck and I know it sounds so, it's so to me, this is something that I've been practicing for 10 years. And I gotta tell you, number one time I get deer in the headlights with people, like I've been asking my ever since they were freshmen in high school. Now they're all graduating. Most of them are graduating college, all my daughter's friends. And I ask this one question for every single young person that comes to my house and almost no one has an answer. And that's so funny. I'm doing the same thing here with all of us big kids. It's if you could do anything in the world and you knew you'd be the best in the entire world, what would you do? And I know it sounds such like a stuff, like it should be such a no brainer. I would do like that. Everybody should just spew and just keep talking because we, we would be a guaranteed. We wouldn't have any fear. It would be, we'd be the best in the world, but it's so interesting. How many people don't flex that goal. They don't flex that possibility or they've lost it. And, and one thing that just came to my mind right now to think about this is everybody should watch Sir King, King Richard, the guy, uh, Serena and uh, Venus's dad, like that. the documentary with Will Smith, he, he just won an Oscar, I think, right? But that was so powerful of how you, how he spoke them being the best tennis players in the world. And guess what? They did, right? Same thing with Tiger Woods' parents. Same thing with Kanye West. I mean, his mom tricked him, not literally tricked him, but convinced him that he was unstoppable. It's so interesting. But 99.99% of us humans that able to do something really wild in life, like be the number one wine connoisseur in the world, like be the number one adventure uh, documentary race person in the world, like be the number one super superhuman experiment of how do you live thriving and run a marathon in you know over 100 years old right or whatever that may be right start flexing that muscle because it's possible and i'll just wrap up with this and then again unless there's someone that wants to flash their mics and share what what kind of series they would want to do anybody come on stage that want to share real quick as i'm going to wrap up then and uh, just share the last couple points because i want to i want to pin it back i shared kind of the big thing here's how you get there and this could be an entire course that maybe Nate and I will put together for everybody one day. It's something that I've been literally preparing hundreds of thousands of dollars putting together, thousands and thousands of hours over the last 10 years putting together. How would I scale? And I'll just go through a couple bullet points. I'm not gonna, I don't have time obviously to put the whole master class because I don't even sell it. It's not it's just something I'm living out right now personally, but I will say that the quick beeline things of how to really scale anything um, and in not perfect order, but I'm gonna put top priority is make money. Whatever you're doing, whatever job you have, uh, lower your expenses and increase your money that you have to go into investments and or your businesses to scale your money. Scaling money will be the number one leverage, one of the number one leverages that you can do. Number two, creating processes. And again, I'm not going to go into depth, but as people call it SOP, standard operating procedures, go Google it, just start studying it, go on YouTube and study how do you make a process on how do you post on Instagram? How do you post on TikTok? How do you share your content? All those things you cannot wing to go big. You cannot wing to go big in phase three, four, five, six. Yeah, maybe phase one. And by the way, I'm still in phase one, y'all. And I'll, and I'll share with you what my phase one is and, and here in just a second. Number three, scale a team. Um, it's so funny. In preparing for this, I just made another series. One of that, that my next series that we're starting and I, by the way, I'm saying we're starting because I literally thought about this a couple hours ago. 
is I want to build a commercial. I want to build a social media team here in San Diego. I want to find a location and I want to build a wildly talented videographers, experts in social media. I want to build a social media team here as we're building our own personal brand here uh, so we can have the SWAT team that can help us scale the social media. So building a team is really important. Some of you could start with that virtually across the world. And then um, none of this matters. And I'm going to wrap up with this last thing. None of it matters if you can't start with step number one. And most of you are working hard on social media, but you're really not even in a zone yet, in a flow yet, taking as much action as you could yet in phase one. Phase one as I want you to visualize this, we all walk up a top of a mountain in Park City, Utah in the, in the winter, okay? And the key is we're all in an amazing race to get a snowball or multiple snowballs down the hill as fast as possible. What do you, how are you gonna get a snowball down the entire, let's call it one mile down Park City in the middle of the winter, how are you gonna get your big snowball down the hill? And the thing that you wanna do in phase one is you want to do what you'd have to do to get that snowball down the mountain. You'd have to pack a really tight, hard, little snow-packed ball. And then you'd have to slowly start rolling that ball in a circle. And then you'd have to pack it. And then you'd have to do it a little bit bigger. And you're just focused on what? Are you focused on, you're focused on one thing, making that snowball a little bit bigger, and a little bit bigger. Phase one is, is doing just that. It's getting that snowball effect. But for most of us ADD people or distractible people or people that are out of fear, confused about what to do first, start the snowball. I always say, and I'm gonna do it, pick one platform. And I know multiple platforms is better. Yes, multiple platforms is the end in mind, maybe phase two. And phase two might be next week if, you're on your short form video and you're doing phase one at your best ability and phase one. And I've got this from, uh, I was just listening to a Joe Dispenza. I've heard this from Shanda Sumpner. I've heard this from HCL leadership course. I've heard this like now that it's become a part of my awareness, which only took me 49 years of my life to get this one thing. This one concept is one of the most profound things that has taught me how to grow TikTok. You want to know how, I built one of the biggest TikToks in the world, you know, at a very, for, we were growing at 10,000 at one time, the way that we finally, 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 finally grew TikTok and the way that we're finally learning how to build businesses faster than ever before. And the way that I'm learning how to start over almost from scratch in life and, and feel that we actually can build a billion dollar real estate portfolio. New thought pattern for me. It's because I'm learning how to not trust my conscious mind. I, and and I, I know I just lost some of you right now. Blah, 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 woofy crap. No, this is not woofy crap. This is not trusting, unless your program was developed by, you know, uh, developed by Tiger Woods' dad or Venus, Cirilla, uh, Serena, Venus and Serena's parents. If it wasn't trained to be an Olympic business financial athlete, or a social media rocks. Like if you're not groomed for that, like where you already have the confidence of Kanye West, if you're not like that, then your conscious mind still needs some work to be reset. Your programming of who you think you are or what you think you can do, I'm telling you, it needs to be reset. And, and I'll even challenge, and this is 
going to be maybe even uncomfortable for me to say a little bit. Like, I believe like no matter how old you are, you still can be a, not only a multimillionaire, but really you could be a worth a hundred million dollars. And it's not about a money thing. I'm just talking about a goal thing. So don't, don't get, all right. You, some of you could even be a billionaire, right? Even if you're starting at 50, like I am, right? You, you can be so much bigger and it's not about greed. It's not about, it's just because you can, I'm not saying you will, or I'm not saying that's your goal or your purpose in life of what God's created you to do, but it's unbelievable what you can achieve if you start not overthinking, analyzing, fearing, doubting, wondering, worrying about what you think you can't do based on your past of what you've done or past of who you think you've, like your strengths and weaknesses. Like it is unreal. It's unreal what we can do. And for me, again, I had to overcome thinking that I really wasn't smart enough to scale, thinking that I'm too ADD to scale, thinking that I've never really been very successful at running a corporate led team before. But the cool thing is, is that without overthinking, there's ways to do things faster and scale faster and find the right people faster and find people that are better than me faster, which takes letting go of the control, letting go of some ego or a lot of ego, letting go of trying to be perfect, letting go of the fear, letting go of whatever that may be and learning how to get into phase one. Because I'm telling you, and I'll for sure wrap up right now with this. If you are doing social media without overthinking, if you're being vulnerable, you're being quick, you're not overthinking, you're posting more content where you're not worried about what people think as much. And I know we hear that a lot, but it becomes numbing, but literally just start posting at the speed of thought, at the speed of learning how to tell stories faster, that you will post faster, people will engage more, you'll get more people that like and trust you more, and you'll be able to get that traction that a lot of people have a hard time doing now more than ever on social media. But when you are truly vulnerable, you're truly going for what you really want to share on social media, not what you not what you think other people want to see only, but you're truly posting about what will really grab attention. And again, you may not know what that is perfectly, but the more that you post and the more you post without overthinking and the more that you post with speed and confidence and urgency and boldness, the more that you'll be able to keep adjusting and keep adjusting. And you'll have, listen, you'll have multiple failures. You'll have multiple bombs posts that don't, don't work, but you're swinging the bat bigger to where you'll learn faster. And again, this isn't everybody's style. I get it. But I'm telling you, it's one of the things that's, that I, that's really helped me. And I always say this to be transparent and be vulnerable with you right now with my content, as I'm about to give you some more content, I, I think I'm doing this at about 20% of my potential. But it's crazy with 20% of my potential, we've got video now, we have one video that's over 100 million. We've got multiple videos, we've got multiple viral videos and it's grown our account and people know us. Like when we go in public, people like, they don't always come up to you, but they're like, they see us, they, like, they point like, oh my gosh, hi. Like wherever we go, people recognize who you are, the more that you really are bold and you're out there with your social media. So, all right, I'm going to turn it back. Nate, are you there? Can you flash? Or if there's anybody that wants yes, to wrap sir. up. Yes, sir. We'll wrap up. Just some closing thoughts. Uh, Tom, you're going to be back in here tomorrow at uh, 8 a.m. Pacific to share some uh, short form videos, some more tips, right? Yeah. W- one more quickie, Nate. Uh, yeah. If, if anybody, if you are a woe man, what I do do for a living and what we are building a series around my wife and I are building a team of over a half a million women. Right now we're at 40,000 women that partner with my wife and I. We, my wife started with 13 and it's just been crazy. Women are changing their lives. Women are earning some extra income, part-time income, career moving income. And, and it's residual based, meaning we, we, own, we work with an athleisure brand and we help women start their own business. If you want to learn more about that and you want to work directly with my wife and I, 
or you want to learn how to get really high-end athleisure wear at a crazy price your first month, we call it our bribe orders to show you how hot our stuff is. Plus, we'd love to earn your business. Just DM me and say, show me on Instagram. Hit, hit the link up above or click on my face. Scroll down to my Instagram that's finally back up again. And just say, show me. And, and I'll have my wife reach out today for sure. I know we were backed up for a while there. Uh, so I haven't been sharing it because <laughs> we just couldn't keep up with everybody. But we're, we're doing it again. So if you are, and if we never followed up from the last time for some reason, it just, and I'm so sorry, please do it again if you would mind. Um, and then I'll make sure for sure that my wife gets connected with you today. And her name's Kim. So look out for a text from my wife, Kim, today. All right, Nate, I'm going to turn it back to you, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, you guys, reach out to Tom. If uh, if you guys wondering what it's like to, you know, to uh, to create that lifestyle that you want, uh, if you if you pay attention to social media, if you pay attention to the stories that Tom tells us here in Clubhouse, if you pay attention to the lifestyle and the fun that him and his wife and his children, his family have, then uh, you might want to say, you know what, I want to learn a little bit about that. Reach out, you know, and uh, just access what they're doing. Reach out to Tom, uh, DM him, show me, and uh, he'll be glad to get his wife Kim on the phone with you and uh, answer any questions. But uh, I know they've been making it happen for years and years and years. Like I've told Tom before, I saw Tom before Tom saw me when he was at the live events talking about all things uh, you know, uh, network marketing and home-based business industry and uh, just creating a seven-figure income. Um, and I've seen him do it multiple times, and he's helping uh, women do it again. So, Tom, thank you for pouring into us today. Uh, guys, today, Marcus and Ashley uh, started off the social media show by just talking about stepping into your greatness, getting your feet wet, moving forward into those God-sized dreams, and uh, you know, being courageous enough to take that leap. And then Tom jumped in here and talked about uh, some some overarching principles on how to really focus on your social media and, and, and separate it into phases. Your phase one may just be picking one platform. Maybe it's a connection like Clubhouse, Instagram, you know, one platform that leads to another. But you focus on that seamless transition from meeting people on Clubhouse and sending them over to your Instagram so they can get to know you a little bit more. But you focus on one platform where you share your voice, where you share your value, where you sh share your skill sets. And uh, Clubhouse is that platform for a lot of us. It's uh, We'll talk about this tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be talking about throughout the week. Last week, I, I did cover uh, um, how to be an expert, how to turn your expertise into a business, how to monetize that. Tom is excellent at teaching people how to do this, how to how to use the power of uh, online and network marketing uh, to, uh, to, to create a side hustle, to create an income and, and potentially turn it into a full-time income. And uh, I do the same thing as well. We talked about how to take your expertise and your value and use social media to monetize it. And uh, so tomorrow I'm going to be talking about the three things that you uh, can focus on. The only three things that you need to do to build a business online. Tom, I know is going to get in some details on some structure on uh, using short form video and uh, social audio and his social media processes to build an income. So don't miss it tomorrow. We'll be back at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I'm gonna dive into the three things, the only three things you need to do to build an income online, starting with building an audience. And so your phase one is using social media to build your audience. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about what, what your audience may look like. It may be a Facebook community. It may be uh, you know a Telegram group, a WhatsApp group. It may be weekly Zooms. There's different ways that you can build an audience. Uh, it may be an email list, or it may be a combination of two or three of those. 
but I want to encourage you to start showing up consistently on social media, start showing up daily, build your audience one person at a time. <clears throat> and it starts with what you can do right now. What you can do right now is when we shut the social media showroom down, and I'll give some more uh, details tomorrow on how you can carry out this action step. But until tomorrow, what you guys can do is you guys can jump into another room. I don't know who has a room going right now, but you guys can jump into another room. And tomorrow when you're here in Breakfast with Champions, you can reach out to the person to your left, to your right. You can give a quick scroll of their bio. You can jump over on their Instagram really fast and start getting to know people. But then show some social media currency love. Scrap calls it social, social digital currency. Give some social currency, some social media currency, social digital currency, whatever you want to call it. And leave some comments on people's uh, Instagram pages. Uh, tap four or five or six of their posts and give a quick heart. Do this every day, 15, 20, 30 times, and then slide into the DMs and say hello to people. This is how you get started with phase one, in my opinion. Whatever business you're building, whether it's you doing this manually or a team leader doing it, an assistant doing it, or a bot, whoever's doing it, make sure you're reaching out to people and saying hello. So that's an outbound messaging system. When you start hosting your own rooms like we do here at Breakfast with Champions, when you start showing up on stage and adding value and asking questions, you'll start noticing inbound messaging. So what I want to encourage you guys to do is figure out a, a timeline, a method for making Clubhouse one of your, if not the primary, one of your primary uh, attention getters, the primary place where you raise awareness of your brand and your value, your business, your skill sets. And then take these uh, these uh, new friends, these new contacts, these people that are getting to know you because you show up on rooms and you ask questions and you give value. And then maybe you, you reach out and connect with five or six or 10 people and you open up your own room and have a conversation. Take Clubhouse and start building your audience. That's what social media is here for. It's, it's here. It's here to stay. Use social media to your advantage. Be a producer, not a consumer. In other words, don't spend 80% of your day just going in and consuming, 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 and, and, uh, and getting entertained yourself and laughing all day. It's important to laugh, but use social media as a producer. Start being a person of value and share that value in a unique and fun way. Tom talked about creating a series. And so I'm going to really dive in and start uh, st uh make a decision on a series that I can create. Tom is really good at this. Him, you know, they, they just create so much good content on TikTok and Instagram and even YouTube videos. And he spends time here in clubhouse pouring into you. So I'm going to talk to Tom and credit Ninja and some others and figure out a series that I can create and start creating Instagram reels around it. Some really short videos and a YouTube channel around it. And it's going to be heavy on lifestyle and fun, just like Tom talks about. But uh, I'll try to figure out a way to sprinkle in some marketing tips, business building tips, but try to do it in a fun way. So it's not just like, okay, here are your three tips of the day. Tip number one, although there's people out there that get value from that, let's all think about ways that we can have fun in creating content. Let's bring, let's bring back the fun in creating content. So I'm going to be thinking about a series that I can create. I appreciate Tom bringing that up over and over again, uh, giving us ideas on how we can create content around lifestyle and fun. So. With that said, guys, as always, uh, it's Monday, the social media show. We used to call it Mindset Monday. Hopefully, we gave you a little bit of value today, inspired you to tackle your week tomorrow. We're going to start diving into more tactics and strategies Tuesday through Friday on the social media show. We try to give you some more hands-on. Okay, we've got the mindset. We've got the belief. Let's assume that you're starting 
with posture. You believe you can, you can, uh, you know, climb big mountains. You believe you can overcome and do big things like Tom talked about. You believe you can get past phase one and get closer to your phase 10 in your social media game. So how do we do that? Let's start tomorrow with short form videos. Short form videos is the one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful strategy to raise awareness. Uh, I already told you Clubhouse was, but <laughs> short form videos. Clubhouse is a great place to meet people. But then what are you going to do with the people when you meet them and you get them over onto your Instagram page? Let's start creating some short form videos and have some fun with it. Uh, give some tips, educate, entertain. And uh, let's do that with short form video because anybody can create a real in less than a couple of minutes you can put you can grab a couple of two second video clips maybe three or four of them and then post it into a reel and grab a song that's already provided for you in instagram and throw up a reel and when people start seeing you have fun in eight or 15 or 20 second reels they'll start to get to know like and trust you and that's the second phase of your marketing journey building a business online after you build an audience you want to start building know like and trust with that audience that's the second phase, and I'll go through this tomorrow. I'm mentioning it today, but we'll go through it tomorrow in a little bit more detail on how you can execute building an audience, how you can execute building no like, and trust. And then after no like, and trust, after people start to like you, they start to see value in you. They start to stop what they're doing when they see an Instagram reel pop up with your name on it. They hear your voice pop up in Clubhouse or they hear your voice on an Instagram reel and they're not really paying attention. They stop what they're doing to pay attention. Now you start to nurture those relationships and you do that by being consistent, showing up daily in Instagram, showing up daily in Clubhouse, showing up daily in Facebook Lives is if that's your chosen platform, but showing up daily and teaching and entertaining and having fun. These are the foundational principles, the framework of building any business online. And once you're getting attention, uh, building a no like and trust factor and nurturing that trust, now you have people on the edge of their seat when you give a call to action. Hey, would you like to know how to build a funnel? DM me the word funnel and I'll get on the phone with you and we'll strategize on what that looks like. If there's anybody in here that likes, that likes when I talk about sales funnels, you don't have a lead generation system in place, you don't have a home base on the internet, shoot me a DM and say funnel. I just gave you a story and then, then I gave you a direct call to action and I can do that for you. So we'll finish with that tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about my sales, uh, so social media sales funnel process. Everybody's looks a little bit different, but a lot of these sales funnel processes look the same. We meet people on clubhouse. We take them over to Instagram. We take them into a Facebook group. We uh, take them into a live zoom and do trainings and on and on and on. And we give call to actions. So my call to action to you today is make sure you're following Tom Challen on Instagram. Make sure you're following Credit Ninja on Instagram. She has a new Instagram because some, some a-holes uh, apparently hacked her old Instagram. You can click on Credit Ninja's profile and uh, give her a follow and, and follow her lifestyle and food, food videos that we all love to see. And I'm blessed to get to actually go meet Ninja in person every once in a while and enjoy some of these lunches and dinners and, uh, and, and food adventures. And so make sure you're following Credit Ninja. Make sure you're following Christina Howard, who pulls up daily and helps us keep these Breakfast with Champions room, rooms going. She has some cool things coming down in her sales funnel where she's going to be teaching entrepreneurs how to take that journey and how to thrive and become even uh, better producers in their business. She has a, a, a funnel called thrivewithchristina.com, which is super cool, which we're still working on. And uh, she's got some tips, some strategies to help you guys uh, know how she's 
been able to succeed in her business. And so uh, make sure you're following Ify Thomas and everybody who is here on stage. Anytime you jump in a room, make sure you don't just follow uh, the people that you get value from on Clubhouse. Make sure you don't just follow us on Clubhouse, but follow them on their Instagram and go over there and start paying attention to other people's journey. And you will be inspired with ideas to, to start creating your own journey. So that's the social media show for today, guys. If you need help building your first sales funnel, a branded sales funnel that brands you and not something else, shoot me a DM and say funnel. As always, on Monday night, we have a, a, a webinar on tonight on digital real estate. If you want to know what it's like to invest in something that you don't have to touch, you do not have to touch, but you can receive a passive income flow. We've already helped hundreds and hundreds of people over the last few weeks uh, get started in their digital real estate journey as well as being investors in e-com stores. Um, there's several companies uh, helping people invest in e-com stores, and I've partnered up with some people that are helping people do this the right way with a, uh, a customer service department intact in that's uh, helping people build out their first e-com stores. If you have any questions about that, shoot me a, a, a DM and say digital real estate. Just say RE for real estate, and I'll know what you mean. And, our, and uh, I'll invite you to that Zoom tonight. We do a Zoom on Monday nights at 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, where we give you all the details to see if you would like to purchase an asset in digital real estate or the e-com space. It's just an information Zoom that can help you create a side hustle, a passive income stream without having to touch it. I know sometimes in this day and age, that sounds a little bit too good to be true, but I've seen these assets. I've, I've seen the, the, the people that we've impacted by being investors in these assets. So if that's anything that interests you, you want to be a part of that, just DM me the word Zoom or, or RE for real estate, and uh, we'll get you access to that Zoom tonight at 930 Eastern. With that said, tomorrow, Breakfast with Champions will be back here at uh, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for more education, motivation, and inspiration. Get your morning started off right here, guys. Get your morning started off. If you're getting up early and you're fixing breakfast or something, turn on Clubhouse. Listen to Glenn Lundy and the rest of the Breakfast with Champion champions each morning, as well as the podcast. If you miss any of these segments, I just noticed that the segment from Eric Artel this last Friday was just uploaded into the Breakfast with Champions uh, podcast, which is titled Breakfast with Champions on your favorite podcast platform. So you can go over there and listen to Eric Artel talk about um, what did he talk about last Friday? I was here for it and I already forgot it. I already forgot it. Eric Cartel is so good at covering content creation ideas. He has over four and a half million followers on uh, TikTok. And he always comes in here and shares so many epic ideas about storytelling, content creation, how to uh, how to be an actor. How he talked about how to be an attractive character in your so in your content. So Tom today talked about how to create a series. If you're going to create a series in your content. One of the first things you need to do, if not the first thing, is figure out who's going to be the attractive character in your content. Now, for most of you, it's going to be you. But for some of you, it could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be your a best friend. You meet up with your best friend like Tara Q does. And uh, her and her, her best friend, Holly, they meet up once a week and they create. They're both the attractive characters in their content. So you're going to need to create a character role in your content. And this kind of helps you get better at creating content. So Eric Artel's segment is in the podcast over at Breakfast with Champions. So we encourage you guys to get your morning started off right here, but also listen to the podcast. So with that said, guys, I, I got to start off the Breakfast with Champions this morning with this, and I'll get to finish with it again. It might be the first day that I've, I've, I've got to start the Breakfast with Champions room and finish with it because I filled in for our brother Marcus Black this morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. And I got to start the day off by saying, 
Today is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to go out and rejoice and be glad in it. And I encourage you to do so as well. You can find that in Psalm, Psalms 118.24, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But I like to finish off the show with a little bit of encouragement to let you know, to, uh, uh, to encourage you to pay attention to the things around you to rejoice in. Pay attention to the things around you to be grateful for, the small things and the big things. If you see something pretty, you know, some pretty scenery, soak it in for a few seconds. If you see something big, you know, whether it's a work promotion or uh, somebody around you has something happen that's, that's, uh, that's good news, um, carry on that conversation with them. Ask them about it. Soak it in with them. Embrace, uh, embrace the greatness of others. Pay attention to the big things and the little things around you. Be grateful for them. Start with a spirit of gratefulness. You can't, be, uh, you can't have fear and anxiety at the same time you're grateful for something. It's literally impossible. So while we all have fears and anxieties every once in a while, I, I encourage you to find ways to be grateful for the little things and big things around you. And so we hope that we help you do that with the social media show. The rest of the week, we'll be here with tips and strategies and tactics that you can dive into to take your business to the next level. And hopefully, we can help you gain clarity on steps that can do that, help you take your business to the next level. So we'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with the social media show. Tom Challenge is going to be here sharing some short-form video clips uh, or some short-form video tips and other social media strategies as he takes his journey. And then uh, uh, we encourage you to start the morning off early at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. With that said, I'm going to shut the room down. If you guys have anything you'd like to share, a, a good a good afternoon or a good morning or a woohoo, then uh, do that right now. We're going to shut the room down in a few seconds. You guys be blessed. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.